Welcome everybody to We Geek Podcast. Today is December 13th. My name is Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. Hey man, how's your week been? Oh, you know, it's been, been one of those weeks again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a not a whole lot changed. I am going to, I, I'm going to be singing a different song next week, I guarantee. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, can Can we make December 15 days? I, right yeah let's just you know let's, let's get it over with let's get through the holidays let's get to january 1st let's start the new year already yeah i'm kind of um i'm done with 20 we we ended 2016 going we're gonna make 2017 better and boy did that not happen <laughs> oh yeah uh, absolutely i mean just look at some of the p things people are voting on right now like it's yeah. it's crazy um yeah it's a sad state of affairs but um you know at the end of the day i you know i i I try to stay positive that's why that's honestly one of the reasons why i love doing this is we get to talk about the good things um and just because it has been a shitty year just all around uh but you know there there are some positive things like you know it was a good year for games and stuff like that so we gotta Yeah. yeah we gotta we gotta i think hold on to those things and not let go of them, you know what I mean, and not become um, too cynical and everything about it. So, but uh, but yeah, man, it's been a busy week. I am so mad right now because, and again, I apologize for my pop filter. It, I I promise you, it will be fixed by next week, <laughs> hell or high water. Um, but I am upset because I've been playing this little game on my phone called. Trivia HQ. Have you heard of it? I, I I've I've heard a little bit about it. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's out for Android yet, so I haven't played it. It's not. No, but it's taken the nation by storm, including me. It goes live twice a day, three p uh, three p.m. Eastern time and nine p.m. Eastern time. Over the weekend, they the prizes usually range between a thousand dollars and three thousand dollars. The way it works is. There's 12 questions. When you bring up the app, there's a live person on the other end that is talking to you and like 300,000 people. And so there's a chat and you can swipe that over if you don't want to read the crazy, you know, just (laughs) crazy amount of people chatting. But basically it's 12 questions, 12 live questions. You have 10 seconds between the time he starts the question and the time you need to answer it. Each there's there's 12 questions, multiple choice, three answers each. So, uh, you know, it just it, it'll give you three answers and you pick one of them. Uh, you know, and it ranges from e- super easy to to hard, like like straight up trickery. Um, <laughs> but usually at the end of it, you know, there's always a winner. Um, if, it, if someone doesn't win, then it goes on to the next one. But usually the, I, the times I've waited to the end there's at least like six people or something. So, you know, you can win like 62 bucks or something, for example, if it's that many. Um, over the weekend, they had they did it twice. 
at night on Sunday at 9 p.m. and then again, I think, at 10 for $10,000. Okay. And so you win real money. Right. You don't gamble any money. It's just trivia. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so like if you win, so like you and six other people win $1,000, you know, you split it six ways and they PayPal it and you, they send it to you and you send it to your PayPal and it's real money. Um, Gary Weta, who wrote Rogue One, actually won it. <laughs> he has receipts and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, side story, I listened to him on the Game Over Greggy show and he talked about going and seeing Rogue One in the theaters. He goes, I really wanted to see it in the theaters with a normal crowd. So during Christmas time last year, I went to visit my uh, – he visited his wife's family in Florida and saw it at the Adobe Theater here in Orlando. Nice. So there's a slim chance that I sat in the same theater where he <laughs> saw this film because <laughs> he went to the same theater that I go to. Yeah, fair enough. And I thought that was absolutely crazy. Well, um, you know – but but to be fair, you know, he said he wanted to see it with a normal audience, so he went to Florida? <laughs> hey, come on. I, hey, man, I did my time down there. Florida <laughs> gets a bad rap. We're not too bad. Um, yeah, just ask the possum that broke into a liquor store last week and got drunk. Hey, well, you know, they're not in the theater. <laughs> that's I think, that's I think, fair. I think Florida really does get a bad rap. We got a lot of crazy stuff on the news. That's but, That's true. Yeah, we do. We get a lot of weirdos. But you know what? It's the fault of the United States. The reason why is because this is a melting pot. Most people who live here usually aren't born here. They're from somewhere else. So the people that are usually getting in trouble, odds are their family or them are from New York, New Jersey, California. Usually people migrate here from the north. Um, California is not one of the north, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Um, it's a melting pot. So it's, we get all sorts of crazy people here. Um, so you're saying Florida would be, you, you, Florida would be better off if you built a wall around it, right? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, back during the bath salts episode, you could have, you could have actually run on that platform and it That's probably would have worked. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, so so anyway, I thought that was really neat. And I know I'm super ADD right now, but I thought that was really cool because he said he saw it in Orlando at the theater that he – because he named the theater that he went to, the Altamont whatever. And I was like, oh my god, that's the same theater I saw it in. And I saw it like five times in that theater with the Adobe stuff. So I was <laughs> like, oh my god, like what are the odds that we were sitting in the same theater? And I had no idea. Right, right. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, possible. Yeah, Fair enough, I went I back and I went back and looked at my – um my um oh what's the website um at the the stubs fandango or whatever oh, yeah okay yeah and i saw that i had like five dates in there and they were the adobe so all like two or three of them were the adobe ones so i was just like oh my god that's <laughs> crazy but but anyway um back to what i was talking about is that the, the hq thing and so i've been i've been addicted to this thing anytime it comes on at three and nine i'm in there I make it maybe six questions. I think the most I made it was nine because I was like, oh, my God, I'm just a few questions away from winning it. And then some something happens where I just don't get the question right. Um, but uh, I was we were waiting to do the show tonight and it pops up and the guy, you know, he's in there. He, he's got his with the like his whole suit has the uh, Star of David all over it because it's, uh, it's Hanukkah, first day of Hanukkah. Um, and I was super pumped to do it. I was like, oh, I got a few minutes to do this. And they uh, 
they had technical difficulties, so I'm sure it will pop up sometime during the show and I won't be able to do it. <laughs> but oh my god, is the game so much fun. The people who created it um, created Vine and sold it to Twitter. Okay, so like, yeah, and this then, is their... yeah, look how well that worked out for Vine. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now there was some controversy over this. Um, apparently, <laughs> it's, it's kind of a long story and I don't know if I want to get into it. But, um, like, the the host of the show, Scott, um, there's a hashtag free Scott going around because the, there's the, the running gag is that the creators of the show are keeping him locked in a cage only to, only to, <laughs> to do this Black Mirror-type application. It's so weird when you think about it because it's a live game show that hundreds of thousands of people are playing on their phone, and he's talking to you live through this. It's so bizarre. Um, he did an interview um, – with a magazine and he gave normal answers, totally cool stuff, you know, and apparently the uh, owner of the company called that, that paper. And I think, I don't know if it was the post or whoever it was. And then he was like, Scott didn't get the okay from this. I need to run over. We did none of this can be aired uh, or, or put or, or printed. And, and, and I needed to go over the questions. And like, he gave all of these crazy, bizarre things. He's like, he's like HQ live is not the future of trivia. We can't say that. Oh my God. Like the craziest shit. And he was like, we will fire Scott. If you print this, you do not want Scott to be fired. Please help Scott keep his job. And then at the very end, he goes, Oh, this is all off the record, right? And the guy's like, "Nope, that's not how this works." <laughs> yeah, no, God, I thought I had seen, I, everything you just said is recorded now. Yeah, and, no, I and saw. So they, I saw something about that. Yeah, God. yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, the owner of the company posted a tweet out later that day or whatever that was like, um, uh, "I need a good PR representative." <laughs> They post. They took a picture with Scott at the mall eating a salad, and they're like, "See, everything's fine." It's so weird. All right, sorry, but yeah. So anyway, that's the game that's kind of taken over my life at the moment. So, uh, Trivia HQ. If you have an iPhone, uh, iPad, or I, you know, I, whatever you have, uh, Apple, you can download it, and it's coming to Android soon. Um, it's the biggest app on the planet right now, so or at least in, here in the U.S. So. Well, sure. I mean, you know, you increase your market share that way. It just makes sense. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm curious how they make money though. I imagine ads. That, it's got well. There's be no ads. ads. There's no ads during it. There's not zero. There's not a single ad. The only thing I can think of is like, for example, one of the questions was like, what was the biggest first-person shooter to come out of 2016 that changed the uh, industry or something like that, and out of one of the questions was Pub- PUBG, player on those battlegrounds. So I imagine that some of the questions are based off of like you know advertisement. So like I imagine PUBG might have a deal with them. Where every once in a while they mention something. You know, like if EA did that or something, you know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. No, I get you. Instead of having ads, they just work the product placement into the question kind of thing. Exactly. That's Fair the only enough. way I could see this working because. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're selling all my data. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Well, they could be. I mean, that's what MoviePass is doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Hey, you want to know what I see when I see it? I could care less. Well, I was like, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, no, you know that I went and saw, you know, Star Wars six times this weekend. You know, right. they, you know, there's a giant shock. Like, oh, no, you know some of the movies that I've gone out and watched. Big deal. Like, not right. a... 
you could you could have that same kind of information probably from somebody's Facebook page. Like it's not a big giant deal. Oh yeah. Speaking of movie pass, I need to use it. I th- th- that's what this is one of the reasons why this month needs to be over with. <laughs> There's too much to do. I have yeah. I had Christmas shopping, I had a family reunion. Anytime I got a chance to go somewhere, I couldn't. And then one of the nights where I had some downtime, it was already like eight o'clock at night and I was like, I don't know if I want to drive to theater. I wanted to catch up on Walking Dead. It's cold outside for Florida. Uh, so I caught up with watching Walking Dead, except for the last episode. Have you seen any of it? I I what I I haven't seen anything past the se- the season seven. I think it was the season seven premiere. Um, except oh. except for last night's episode or for this week's episode. Oh, I didn't see this week's episode because I just because I heard you know it, there was so much like chatter of like we can't spoil this, but it's holy shit! You you won't believe this. Oh, don't tell me. And so I was just like, fine, I'll watch it. And okay, yeah. Like, I don't need to have seen anything for a while for this to to still oh, deliver sense. that punch. Yeah, no, okay. you, I, I, I got enough because I'm like, oh, that's right. This is, you know, you know, it, it's not a spoiler about like, oh, they're still fighting the, the, the war. And so, you, you know, I'm like, you don't need the minutia of right. all the little things going on for this well, to to really hurt i have to say this season has been just leagues ahead better than the last one that's that's good so much better the last one there was so much dragging of the feet but this one it's it's been a war like it's been like action 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 and then of course there's a lot of drama and a lot of you know quiet scenes where they do really good you know stuff with the camera and whatever it's it's like the walking dead but it's way more action-packed way more warlike um and uh you know i imagine it all comes to a head in that last episode because shit goes off the rails right before it so um but yeah so i'm excited to watch that i'm probably gonna watch that after we record uh or tomorrow sometime just everything's kind of getting ready for star wars yeah yeah i imagine you're getting ready in different ways Uh, (laughs) we uh yeah we had a meeting the other day and the uh, the joke going around was for anybody working at any working any shift this weekend, if you come in early the next morning, counseling will be available to you. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, because I'm there Thursday night. I'm there till close, and I'm just oh, I'm not like on the one hand, I'm really looking forward to it because it's Star Wars and it's awesome and mm-hmm. and cool. On the other hand, I'm just like I. I, cause I, I'm, I'm always the person who looks at this and I'm the one everybody would hate on TV cause I'm the one going, okay, here's everything that can go wrong. Right. Not here's how we can be ready for it. Just here's all the shit that can go wrong. Like, right. I'm right. just, I am walking anxiety about this kind of, about, about everything really. But with no, <laughs> with no solution, it's like, oh, here's something that could happen and here's how we can fix it. No, there's no and. It's just, oh, this is going to go wrong. Right. I can see this being terrible. Oh, my God. The toilets are going to explode and the popcorn is going to catch fire. And, like, it's it's just – it's all going to go wrong. Yeah. When really all it's going to be, it's just – it's going to be – it's going to be hell because it's going to be busier than anything. But that's good. But, you know, that's really just going to be it. It's just going to be that busy is all. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be – it's going to be interesting for sure. 
it's going to be an experience. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I can't imagine, man. It's it's going to be nuts. I'm seeing it Thursday um, at like 9 p.m. Thankfully, our seats are assigned, so uh, we don't have to show up at like crazy hours. I imagine I'm going to show up a little bit early just to make sure I get like popcorn and stuff because I imagine the line's going to be out the door for that. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm doing a – I'm going in because on, on Friday they're doing uh, they're doing earlier showings this weekend. Usually our first showing of anything isn't until like 1 o'clock. But they've got it. They've got a ten in the morning for it on Friday, and that's when I'm going okay. to. I, t- I told my boss at my other job. I was like, I'm, 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 I'm just not gonna be here on time Friday. Like, I'm gonna be late. <laughs> there you go. There like, you go. I'm like, it's just gonna, it's just gonna be a while. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. There you go, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, excited. We can talk about it next week. Um, uh, I'm sure I'll see a few times between now and and then, <laughs> but that but that's when that movie pass is going to come in handy. Yeah, um, really is. Um, but um, oh, what would it, oh, I was going to say something else about it, but now I forgot. Oh well, um, I'm excited though. There's 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 a few movies still in the theater that I need to see, like Coco, and uh, oh yeah, the... I haven't seen Coco yet. No, no, no. I meant to, but. It's just been super fucking busy, and I want to see the Disaster Artist too. I am I am so pissed off because that's not playing for like until like the closest theater to me that's playing that is on the other side of Charlotte. Mm. It's annoying as hell because whoever the uh, the distribution company is actually yanked it from a bunch of theaters. What? And why? I, do, why I don't know why. I've been looking and I can't. I've been asking and I can't find any answers about it. I'm so bummed. Like we were supposed to get it, and I was excited because I was like, I'll come in and watch that, you know, before and then just stay for my shift that day or whatever. Have you? But have you seen the room? Oh yeah. Have I seen the room? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've seen the room. I, I've seen. I'm one of those people that has just seen the room way too many times. Like um, oh wow. It's it's yeah it's bad. Because uh, I it was just I was I remember when that hit. When like all of a sudden that became a giant thing, and I was just, I and I just got sucked into it, and I, you know, it was, uh, but it because it, it was because it was that, and then Birdemic was not long after, so it was, it was kind of the heyday of like who can make the best worst shitty movie ever, right, right, but, but yeah, and as soon as you know, it's like oh my god, they're doing a a a documentary kind of film about that they're doing a dramatization about the making of the room i was like i gotta see this and watching uh, watching franco do all the press for it uh i've just i'm like all right um i'm i'm done i'm burying this hatchet i'm i'm over it now oh yeah but he's did you see him on the on up at noon um yeah he i saw the clip where he was reading video game quotes (laughs) That's, that's fantastic yeah. That's so good. Oh yeah, I, I love that they included the uh, that they included the one from um, from Destiny. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. to me was so great. It's like that wizard came from a moon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like let's get some some of the worst quotes from movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was another one out. The one about um, the shape of water. I want to see that. There we go. Sorry, I had that muted. Yeah, that's uh, 
I, I'm curious to see that because it's kind of like what happens if somebody falls in love with Abe Sapien from Hellboy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a few movies out, but I mean, I'm sure once I see Star Wars, I'm gonna be like, all right, go back. I need to go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, let's get into the news because there were some big things that dropped uh, between now and the last time we talked. Um, one of the biggest ones was the Ready Player One trailer. What would you think of it? Oh, this is how you make a freaking trailer. This oh, yeah. was awesome. This... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm back. I was on board before, but now I'm really on board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this this was the – because, I, I mean, I guess the other one was a teaser. Um, this one I liked, and I think we talked about it last time, how – um, I wasn't a fan of how it looked so much like a video, like it's like CGI video game because in my head, when I read the book, I assumed that it looked like reality to him as if he was in it, but I guess it does look still like a video game to him. So they, they did a very good job distinguishing the two when he was in the real world and when he was in the video game. Yeah. Um, and and, and I, it, I think that was kind of part of the idea it was like, there has yeah. to be you know for as much as as you want it to be to feel the same uh, you you need it to be you need people to be able to distinguish some kind of difference right you know? right and it makes sense and you know it's it, it's really cool it's very roger rabbit um yeah it is oh yeah all all of the uh all of the different uh all of the different characters, like it was an insane amount of stuff, and the Gundam thing really stuck out. That was awesome. They threw a Gundam in there. I loved it. Oh yeah, but sti- I, and they they used part of the message. I called this last week. I was like, they need this, and I I kind of wish it had just been that, but oh yeah, it, just seeing part of it in there at all was like yes, yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. It it was it was fantastic. It was great. Like yeah. I've watched a few different times to see what I caught, <laughs> the characters I caught. Uh, you know, it. I mean, it was just it was so many different things. Yeah. Um, like even like like the battle toads stood out. The um, uh, tracer from Overwatch. Yeah, that was because that was really vibrant in that scene, and then mm-hmm. you suddenly you see that costume, and you're like, oh shit. That was right, Moorcroft. Yeah. You know? God, it's it, so good. So. It had like the female shepherd, I think, but behind her too. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. I saw a lot of complaints, like it's not all '80s stuff, like the book, and it's like, okay, 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 okay. Just, um, I'm gonna say this. Here's one where you have to put the book aside. It can't yeah. be like the book. It's not going to be like the book. It'd be impossible. So, yeah. So just don't even start. Right. And here's Warner, the... <laughs> Warner Brothers can't get that many deals. Right. And here. They, they can't get that many deals with themselves, apparently. Right. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> but, you know, the idea of, of like, you know, oh, it's not all 80s and stuff. Well, we don't know what the rest of that army looked like right, during right, those right. scenes. The idea that, you know, there's even, they talk about in the book, like, everybody was really gung-ho about it. And then, you know, it took, what was it, five years or something? Right. However long it was. So, yeah, people got bored. People moved on. Right. And it just kind of became a casual thing of like, oh, yeah, sure, we do this, whatever. But everybody's moved on. So it's not – they're right. not all going to be And not everyone's going to be in the 80s. It's exactly. going to be a lot of pop culture stuff. And, you know, it's – so it totally makes sense that Tracer's in there. And, like, you know, we, we – we, we, obviously, I guess they have a deal with with Blizzard. Who knows? We might see some Warcraft characters in there. But that would I'm, be awesome. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of those older franchises probably are nightmares to deal with because I imagine, you know, newer stuff like Blizzard, they're going to be way more accepting and way more, you know, they'd work with Warner Brothers to be like, yeah, put Tracer in there because that gets eyes on because someone's going to go, who's that character? Oh, that's a game. Oh, my God. Oh, someone will tell them, oh, that's a Blizzard game. I'll check it out. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be way more willing to than an old franchise that that you know, doesn't really have anything to buy for you to buy right now. Right. And, and, and in the, the logistics of their ownership might be a nightmare. Exactly. Like the difference between, you know, you go to somebody like, like Activision Blizzard and you do the whole like, Hey, you know, will you want to have some Overwatch people? Okay, cool. Or if you're dealing with something old and then you have to deal with the estate of whoever, right? that's a, that's, those kind of things are just hell. Exactly. So, you know, we, we get to see Freddy, obviously, and, and and Chucky and stuff like that. So that's really awesome. And we've only seen a, like a little tiny segment of it. So we didn't even see really – we got maybe glimpses of some of the most pivotal scenes. But that's it. We didn't see a lot of what's in the book, which I imagine a lot's going to hit the cutting room floor. The good news is he's working on a sequel. Yeah, Klein's writing yeah. – What until there's a title, I'm calling it Ready Player Two. I don't care. Oh, yeah. That's going to be it. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the obvious choice, I think, um, um, which is going to be awesome. You know, I think he wrote something on Twitter or something like, nothing gets you more motivated than seeing Spielberg create your, your novel to want to go back to that world. It's like, yeah, and I'm sure they jumped a <laughs> lot of money on the uh-huh. table and said, make more of these. Well, because he had, he had said a while ago that he had like he had he had scribbled out some ideas, right. but it wasn't. It was more just like, hey, I have some thoughts about it. But he, but now he's officially like, oh yeah, I'm actually writing it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So very, very cool. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. It's uh, that that got me pumped, and everyone I've shown it to, you know, a lot of people haven't read it, and this week they went out. And they're like, all right. A lot of people surprisingly were like, I'm gonna go get the audiobook. and I was like, you should. You know, yeah. it's got Will Wheaton. It's dope. It's you know, it's it's it's. I've seen a lot of people these days go towards audiobook because it just fits more their lifestyle, where they're on the go, they're in the car, they're going and going and going, and that's sure. that's awesome. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. But uh, I got told them about that Audible, <laughs> so it's really good. Uh, another big trailer dropped this week. Jurassic yeah. World. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Uh, one thing we learned from the trailer, I don't think that um, Jeff Goldblum's character is going to be on the island, though, which is kind of a bummer. I Yeah, well, but, you know, let's be honest. I think he's probably had his fill of dealing know, with dinosaurs but, up close. Oh, but man, one can dream, because that would be awesome. Just um, in the trailer, hearing him say, just, just slowly work through that line. Oh, By yeah. the end of it, I was like, say it, say it, say it, say yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I like the trailer. I'm not, you know, uh, I don't think I was excited. For, I'm not excited for this one as I was the last one. Um, I mean, that's I think, fair. I think Chris Pratt's. But then I, I take a step back and I realize how exciting this has to be for kids and stuff and how excited I would be if I knew there was going to be the sequel and all that, you know, being that age. So it's just. I think what's really throwing me off is how excited Chris Pratt is. And I know that's such a weird thing to be taken back from, but in the trailer when he sees the T-Rex laying on the ground and, like, he's so eager to go back and, like, it just looked like they were in, like, a weird – like, a, a dangerous situations and he's, like, 
this is so awesome. I, I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. It, it just felt weird. Um, well, and it that probably has to tie into whatever his character's been up to since the first one, too. Yeah, I guess I just loved how scared every actor was when they were going back to the island or they're on the island. You know, Grant, all of them. My, my wish is that at the end of this movie, you see Grant there. I, I would love to see a Sam Neill cameo of some kind. Like, that would be really oh, yeah. cool. Absolutely. No, because I want the next one to have both Goldblum and Sam Neill and Chris Pratt. Imagine that. I, yeah. the, end, the end of the trilogy. Come on. That would be amazing. It, it would, but I, I I just, I don't know. Like, I see Jeff Goldblum in the character that he's playing in that, in that let me say, in the state that Ian Malcolm is in, where he's just kind of like, I, I'm just going to be here and tell you straight up, this is all a horrible idea. Oh, no, no. That, that's what <laughs> I mean. I hope at the end of the movie he's like, I know someone, like, to make a phone call or something. <laughs> And yeah. he calls him, and he just answers his phone. I, I, I don't know. I'm just fanboying out about that. But <laughs> I would love that. Um, that would be so cool to kind of get those two back together in the film and then have Chris Pratt. Um, that would that – would, because, we, you know, it just sucks. We didn't see this, them both in the second one. We didn't see them both in the third one. You just kind of saw them opposite of each other and then, you know, these. So I don't know. One can dream. Yeah. But um, what do you think of the plot of – uh, of them not knowing the volcano was going to explode, so they had a, uh, a they built an amusement park back on it. Well, you know, I mean, how many how many dormant volcanoes are there all over the world that people have built up around? And That's how, true, but you build a theme a theme park like that on an island? I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, how many people in Hawaii have built their homes? near volcanoes that could erupt at any moment that's true i how guess many, how many people build their homes in florida where a hurricane can come through and wipe them out at the, about the same time every year i don't think a hurricane and a volcano taking on destroying an entire island is the same though well you know ask people who went through hurricane andrew i went through hurricane andrew i i i don't like uh, a volcano exploding on an island that's it you're done you're dead everyone on the island is going to die I, I, I see your I, I see your point. <laughs> like, like that's total nihil, annihilation. Eh. Um, where uh, and you're putting like dinosaurs, things that haven't existed for millions of years, all of these eggs on one basket. And you're like, yeah, let's put it on something that could explode at any moment. Yeah, it seems like could could we pick an island that doesn't have a volcano on it? Ah, uh, stuff grow stuff will grow back. It'll be fine. I know, I know, and I'm being nitpicky. I, I know I totally <laughs> am, um, but I, I'm still. I, I didn't like what they showed. I didn't like that they were. Um, they showed the they showed it going off the edge and everything else because that scene's not going to mean anything when I see it in the theater. Right. I I don't like for as much as I really like the trailer, the inclusion of like the run and everything was great. It showed mm -hmm. the tension and all, but like you know that almost felt like kind of the end of the movie. Oh, it totally did. Apparently, it's all in like the first. I forget how many minutes of the film. Because that was a concern I saw for some people. I think it was on Game Over Greggy where they talked about, in one of the articles, it said, oh, this is in like the first however many minutes of the film. We haven't shown the last half of it or whatever. Okay. Well, now so, I'm interested. Right. No, and I, I agree. It's like, okay, we've seen the volcano. We see it explode. We see them have to jump off the island. What are they going to do? Where are they going to go from there? Right. So, yeah. And it's kind of sad because that's the original island and we're literally blowing it up. Well, you know. I mean, that's one way to make sure that kind of 
you know, I mean, if you really want to move on, what's the... Uh, That's true. It's a, you know, it's an old writing adage. You know, you have to burn the house down. Oh, that's you know, true. For, I saw a Max Landis video where he was like, was it burn your stories or something like that? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. a video or something about it. Yeah. It's because there, there is the idea of like, you don't, because when you go back, it feels like you're going backwards and right, you, you right. kind of always want your story to be going forwards. So you, you have to burn the house down. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. And I'm excited to see it. Um, I'm pumped. It comes out like next summer, I imagine. Yeah, was it May? May something? Yeah. March something? I don't know. Oh yeah, it's like three or four weeks after the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Before. Ready Player One is. That's right. But isn't Ready Player One like in March or something? Yeah, it's like four weeks after the Avengers. When I looked at that one. It's it's weird. It's all weird. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a big year for movies, man. We, oh, it's. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, thankfully we have our past, but I understand. My heart goes out to you. <laughs> no, that's all right. Look, man, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm, I work, you know, I work my eight hour shift and then I go home. But yeah. like, I, I feel bad for anybody who's scheduled for like that. Like, Cause like I, this week I get Thursday night. I know there are people there who are going to be working Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And those, oh. those are the people you got to feel for who have to I deal with all of it. Ideos mios. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just you know those are the people where I'm just like you guys, you know I right. I I know going through what little bit I'm gonna have is gonna be enough for me. My you know oh, I've yeah. got I've got nothing but respect for everybody that gets through that with their head intact. <laughs> because opening night's gonna be busy, but Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is going to be busy all day, all night. Yeah, it's gonna be, and I mean I'm sure I'll go in there Thursday. And they'll already well because the fan events at six, and I go in at five. So I mean, is that they're both good. movies? It, no, not at this one. And that's I want to take a second if I can, make sure yeah. that if you have the ticket for a fan event or a double feature, call the theater, call the theater and make sure. And there's a list on 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 I know the AMC website, and I don't know what other chain if other chains are doing the same kind of thing call the theater and see because i know we had some people buy tickets for the fan event for our theater and they swear up and down their ticket says double feature and we're not doing that uh, so okay. call call your theater if you've got a ticket that says double feature call them and and see if if that's what's mm. going on there's a i know there's a list on amc's website that says oh yeah these are these are the theaters it like it lists all their theaters that are doing either of them and under it it'll say fan event or double feature and some of them say both um and i don't know like i'm sure regal's probably doing something um i'm sure they've got some kind of promotion yeah. going i don't know what it is but if they're if, if you have any questions about anything where you're like i bought this expensive crazy premiere ticket call the theater and make sure you know everything checks out because we we've had some phone calls and people are not happy no, last time I tried to, I, I, I've never actually talked to someone in a theater when I've called the number. It's always given me the times and that's it. Yeah, some sometimes, you know, it that's what you get. Um, 
Right, because there's it, no like operator that's going to answer a phone. Right, number. right. And sometimes you know the the only phones that that you have, and I've seen this at at the uh, at the marquee down here too. You know, they've got like one or two phones at concession, and if they're busy, they're not going to you know they have no time to stop and answer the phone. Right. Know? I was going to say the phone's either going to be in the box office or the concession, and right. like if you're going to call, call early, 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 early. Right. They've got one line. Exactly. <laughs> or if you you know if you've got time, stop by. You know, run in for five oh, yeah. minutes if you've got a second and and just go go early, like right around opening and say, hey, I've got this ticket. It says this. Is this really what's happening here? Make sure make sure you're clear. And I know that's a problem on, you know, it's a communication problem all the way around of 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 sometimes it's not clear. Um, I saw this happen with uh, I think it was Regal a few years ago. I had a ticket for something. And I got to the theater, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're not doing that here." I was like, but but I got it for this, for this theater. I'm like, yeah, we're we're sorry, we're just we we're, we're not doing that part. It was <laughs> it was another something like this. Um, God, but that's been a while. It's been a while. Like I don't, I I, re- I can't remember what it was. I want to say it was like early Marvel something, like a might have been like a an Iron Man double feature or something. Even I don't remember. Mm. But you know, sometimes these things happen. But you know, and it sucks. But bear, you know, bear with everybody. It's it's not our fault. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't choose. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going on media blackout. I think for the next few days. Honestly, I, once we kind of turn off the podcast, that's going to be it. Yeah, I've I'm, I've been really wary about Twitter, but I don't. I, the good news is I don't really follow anybody who's going to spoil anything. Yeah, I'm. I'm. But oh man, but it's, I, I've unfortunately started following a lot of people that I they're they're not celebrities, but like I don't fully know. Like over the years, you know what I mean. Like a lot of the people that are on like Schmoes knows and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um. I I don't. I've I had to delete someone not too long ago because they posted immediately a spoiler for uh the the Arrowverse crossover thing like immediately. Yeah. And I was like, well, like, got to remove that person. So I'm off Twitter. Um, I'll probably be off Facebook the next two days, uh, just on Messenger. And that's really about it because the reviews are out and spoilers are out. They're like, even like, there's some people I trusted um, that I did see post on like one of our Facebook groups that we're in. They posted like, hey, stay away from Variety because they spoil one of the biggest surprises in the movie. Wow. And, okay. And, fair enough. And you know, there's no spoiler warning. There's like just some people. I don't understand the mentality of these 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 companies uh, or the people writing the articles. They know what they're saying is spoiler, but it's almost to a, like it's almost like, well, this doesn't matter. And let let me just be that one person who like just can show everyone how much this doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Right. There's always that one or two editors or, or writers or whatever that are just like, well, oh, fuck it. Who cares? Uh, Rem- this is going to get traction. Yeah. Remember a few years ago when the official walking dead Facebook page spoiled like a oh, yeah. huge mid season death for the what? Because it didn't air the same time East coast and West coast. Right. So yep. like they oh, did yeah. a thing after the, after it aired on the East coast and everybody on the West coast was like, but we haven't, what the, but I, well, fuck you too, then. Like, right, it's so bad. Yeah, especially when the 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 Facebook group, like the whoever is in charge of their social media should have been fired. And Walking Dead is a big problem with people immediately wanting to spoil that on social media. Yeah, 
Walking Dead, and uh, you know, I'm surprised I haven't been spoiled yet. You know, thank God. I'm amazed but you haven't been spoiled yet. I've seen it's... people like we need to talk about this and blah 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 blah. And I'm not on Twitter as much as I think most people, so maybe that's why. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's, usually that's the good. Facebook groups that I'm in, they're pretty good at like self-regulating it, but. Um, but you know, you, some, you get that one asshole who's like, well, I'm going to be a troll and get kicked out and I'm just going to post something so blatantly spoilery. So yeah, it sucks. People suck. Like I'll, I'll never like talk about a spoiler of a movie unless it's like, I'll never go out of my way to do that unless, you know, it's, it's well, like I'm, you know, if I spoil the end of dumb and dumber or something, it's no big deal. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I'll even be careful about stuff like from the last Star Wars movie. If I know you haven't seen it, why would I go out of my way to spoil it? I will I will stop what I'm saying and I'll be like, you need to go see this because I don't even want to tell you any more about it. You know what right. I mean? That's, you know. Same it, with it, games. Like, I'll, I'm never going to – I'm not – like, if you don't play Wolfenstein 2 or whatever one, I'm not going to – you know, I'm not going to flat out spoil some things um, unless I'm like, hey, spoiler alert, I guess. Right. Yeah, like uh, our – because I know we'll do a Star Wars review show, but it's gonna be, it'll be separate just so, just so we oh, can. Yeah. Nobody's gonna like run into it by accident. Like, oh, I didn't right. know they were gonna talk about this and spoil it at the end of a show. No, it's gonna be its own. It'll be its own oh, episode yeah. of like, oh no, we're gonna talk about this. So here is your warning. Just don't listen yeah. to this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, we're gonna definitely be doing that. So it so it can be its own thing, and we can talk about it and have the the, you know it no you know the rank wide open yeah um, but yeah so but anyway th those are the big trailers uh this week we got um some news that i'm just this I don't news this, this this fucking news I... so ryan reynolds lands starring role in detective pikachu yeah so some outlets said he was the voice actor for it he is so he's gonna be pikachu he is gonna be pikachu i hope this bombs and I, I, I know we say we don't hate, we don't hope movies bomb. I fuck it. I hope this movie tanks. I'm sorry. I love Ryan Reynolds. I wish him the best. I hope he does great things with Deadpool and everything else. But fuck, man, this is such a circle jerk of what they're doing to the franchise. Um, I know how ridiculous it sounds at my age to be upset about a Pokemon movie, you know, but fucking A, like, why couldn't they do a live action movie and sort of stay true to they're doing a fuck a game that didn't even come out in the u.s oh, i just man. i'm not i'm not into it yeah, not not even ironically or like oh this is gonna be funny on such a weird stupid level <laughs> i don't care and i i think it sucks and i don't know <laughs> my favorite part of that was the delivery it's like he's gonna be the voice yeah i hope this movie bombs yeah, I just do. I, I, I'm not gonna see it. I'm not gonna give it any attention. I'm not going to. I have movie pass. I won't be seeing this movie in the theater because I do not want to give any money towards it. Um, I'm mad, dude. It's like, it's like, it's like if Disney bought the rights to Star Wars and they're like, yeah, we're gonna do a movie about. I don't even know. Ewoks. Yeah, like we're uh, gonna do. Oh, what's the band in Return of the Jedi? Uh, the Max. Rebo band or what? I don't know. Like, yeah. But pick something. Like, pick a random character that you just see, uh, for like three seconds, and it's like, oh, we're gonna do a movie about him being a janitor at a school, right? Max Rebo. He's gonna be a janitor at school. <laughs> he he escaped. Now I take that back because that'd be a cool movie. But 
you get my point. Like it's you have this franchise with so much opportunity, and you make a detective Pikachu movie. Yeah. I hope it bombs. I hope you know you you were freaked. People were freaked out when they heard Pikachu talk at the end of the the remake of you know the first Pokemon movie. Now you're going to get a Ryan Reynolds Pikachu. The only good that is ever going to come from this is I hope they make fun of it in Deadpool. I yeah. And... I'm sure they're done shooting and everything, but fuck it, whatever. I don't know. Um... Oh, this angers me. <laughs> like like irrationally i like i'm sitting back listening to how irrational i'm sounding and oh my god i just do not like it uh, that's so... my favorite rpg of all you know what i mean like that yeah. was the game that that i went from playing normal regular you know games that uh, that you know the popular ones i guess pokemon is probably the most popular thing on the planet but you know what i mean it it, it, it bridged that gap not only for me but i imagine a lot of kids our age where they were like, it, it did something Final Fantasy couldn't do, you know what I mean? It did. It did something that a lot of these um, these companies they tried to get JRPGs in the hands of Americans in the world, and it was we weren't biting over here. True. Like like we had Final Fantasy on Super Nintendo, but it was nothing like the craze that happened when Pokemon took control, and it opened up the world for a lot of people. It, bro, it got me into trading card games it got me into jrpgs it got me my my i was way more open to these things because of that and i imagine there's millions of other kids that are the same way you know and so it just sucks that something that massive i think it's probably nintendo's biggest franchise behind mario maybe zelda but i i think copy sold and everything pokemon has to be up there in the top three at least yeah oh yeah um I think it's behind Mario, but, um, but fuck, man, yeah, this is just so disappointing to see something like this. But what uh, do you think about it? I, I'm not quite as angry about it as you are. Oh, I'm mad. But I'm no, I look at this and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like this, like that's really my attitude towards it. Is like this whole thing just sounds like a bunch of random ideas, all thrown together. It's it started with the idea of like, okay. Live action Pokemon movie. That's a great start. And they went with Detective Pikachu. And it seems like they were just sitting around a table and they picked and they picked numbers out of a hat. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, they threw darts at a dartboard and they took the score and they added the digits in the score together. And then whatever number that equaled was the number you know, that person opened their paper and that was the franchise and that was the idea on it was Detective yeah. Pikachu. And it seems like every choice starting it, with that one has been done exactly the same way. This is like Mad Libs casting, it, it seems like. It's Mad Libs. We've talked about it before. And maybe it's that's why it's so frustrating for me because we, I watched Max Landis geek out about this for a few years. Everyone, that was the biggest secret that everybody knew was that he was working to get a Pokemon television series on Netflix about James and about how his fall to Team Rocket, because his mom was a part of Team Rocket, secretly didn't really let him know. He had he found a ghastly in his backyard, and it was the, 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 the show was going to be about him um, trying to uh, 
I think he was chasing somebody. I don't know if he was chasing Jesse or whatever, but he was in love with somebody and he ran off and he was going and his, his, his goals were good. And he was, and he was going to change the world. And by the end of it, he ends up falling to team rocket. And it was about the, the, the fall of James. And I thought, Holy fuck, what a cool concept. And I would have loved to seen that play out. And they, and he was, he goes, we, we were at the last negotiation and the next day, he finds out they decided to go with Detective Pikachu instead of his pitch. Yeah. And that's just deflating. And he's like, I'll never talk about a thing like this again. Because he's like, it's this thing you're in love with. And everybody knows it. And you can't really talk about it. And you're right there at the very cusp of it. And then she embarrasses you in front of everybody. And everybody knows. And it's ne- you're never going to get a chance with them again. It's like... Like, I felt so bad for him. Um, he was very open about it afterwards on Twitter and stuff. He was like, this is just, it's like a public breakup that everybody knows about. And he's like, that's why you don't talk about these kind of things until the ink is dried. Yeah. You know, like he does about Dirk Gently and stuff. Um, but, yeah. So, well, by the way, I tweeted him this week and he tweeted back. It was kind of crazy. Nice. It was about the dumbest thing in the world. Because <laughs> I asked him, I said, hey. I think I'm remembering this wrong, but were you an extra in Little Rascals? <laughs> and he goes, absolutely not. I have always been a, 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 a big rascal or something like that my whole life, but I was never I was never an extra in that movie. He said he was an extra in The Stupids. Okay, sure. I, I guess he played a kid that was like painting a fence and like paint splashed on him and he was like, hey kids or something like that. But he was like a kid in it because I knew he talked about being an extra in one of those kind of movies. Right. And I thought for some reason it was a little rascals. Yeah. But that was interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Just, um, God damn it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We saw a trailer which looks amazing. The problem is it comes out Christmas of next year, but um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I didn't know this was going to be, like, an in-theaters movie. Oh, yeah, no, I knew it was going to be animated. I knew it was going to be in the theater. That was, yeah, like, I knew it was animated, but I was like, oh, cool. You know, Marvel's going to do another, like, like direct-to-digital animated kind of thing like DC does. But, no, it's going to be a wide-release, like, in-theaters thing. I was not expecting that at all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, The crazy thing is that, I don't know if you heard the news, so, um... I heard I heard that from Brian Michael Bendis that um, he he's been gushing about the fact that uh, about the the Spider-Man movie about Miles Morales and everything else. We also know that he recently has moved jump ship to DC, right? Right. Probably the biggest move of a of a, of a uh, creator since. Um, Kirby, probably. Yeah, Kirby. Yeah, exactly. Um, sorry, I was pulling up the article that I wanted to talk <laughs> about here. Um, probably the biggest move, right? And apparently, uh, he posted on Twitter this week that about a week ago, um, he let me see if I can pull it up. Um, he got MRSA infection. Ugh! Ouch! Damn! Blinded him for four days. Wow! Yeah. He woke up blinded. Um, they basically said this would have killed him. 
um, if his wife did not get him to the hospital. Um, and so very close, you know, to death. And it's, it's insane that it happens. So, you know, thoughts go out to him and his family. But I thought that was absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, so he's, he's back in good health. He is recovering. He can see again. Um, he was in the hospital, you know, and I think he's back. Yeah, he's back home now. Uh, so thank God. Um, but probably not going to see, um, a lot of his work for a little bit now because he's going to recover. And he said both, uh, Marvel and DC, cause he still has some things left with Marvel. He has to finish, um, I've been super cool, you know, and, and loving towards him. So, yeah. but Damn. yeah, yeah. And he came out and talked about it the day that, uh, Jessica Jones season two is announced and in this trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, that's scary. Scary stuff. Um, yeah. Mercer's no joke. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, um, but yeah. Anyway, I thought the trailer was was pretty cool. The animation is just fucking gorgeous. It's it's interesting. Like it's oh. not it's not really a style I can pin down. Like it's not anything I'm used to. And it I, just gives me this like um, Blade Runner. Like yeah, there's very much that kind of feeling. No the doubt. Neon. And the, it, it, it's like dripping cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, so Spider-Verse, which means I'm sure we'll get Spider-Gwen um, and a few other cool characters in it. Well, she's going to be in this other movie. Oh, really? Yeah. The uh, Oh, yeah, the Marvel Rising Secret Warriors. Yeah, this is this that, this was another one that just came out of nowhere. I thought this was going to be a TV show. It's uh, um there's I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It should be a TV show. Um, Well, here's the thing. Like, they're doing a handful of shorts leading up to this. Ah. Like, a very condensed version of, like, their old, like, phase one plan. Of, like, hey, each of these characters is going to get their own little, like, intro short. And then there'll be this animated movie. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, it's quite a lineup. Oh, yeah. uh, You've got Miss Marvel, who's going to be played by, voiced by uh, Catherine Cavari. Squirrel Girl, voiced by Melania uh, Vaindrobe. Now, here's where this gets interesting. Because this is the only character who's in another current canon property played by the same person. And it's Quake, who is going to be voiced by Chloe Bennett. Oh, yeah. But, like, nobody else, there's a couple other people that are in it. Um, there's somebody, uh, Ming-Na Wen is voicing some other character who I didn't write down here, I don't think. But, you know, she's not voicing uh, Agent May or anything. And there was, I think there was somebody else was like, oh, this character's been in something, or the actor had been in something, and they're voicing somebody different. So I don't know, like, is this canon or is this just like a fun little, like, ultimate Spider-Man kind of side project? Like, you know, either way, it sounds cool because you've got, uh, you've also got Patriot, uh, voiced by Camille McFadden, America Chavez, voiced by Sierra Ramirez, Inferno, voiced by Tyler Posey, and uh, and Dove Cameron is going to be voicing Ghost Spider. So I thought that's kind of neat. Uh, okay. 
Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I saw this and I was like, oh my god, I love these characters. Yeah, just this is gonna be dope. Yeah, because I know like Squirrel Girl was supposed to be in. It was supposed to be a new Warriors TV show. Yeah, and they kind of did that with Agents of Shield. Like one of those seasons was like Secret Warriors ish. Right. And then, but yeah, there was supposed to be like a, a there was a it was supposed to be a Squirrel Girl led team, and then that just kind of went away. I'm not really sure what happened to it. It was the girl in the AT&T commercials that were in it, right? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it just kind of never really materialized. Like it got dropped from wherever and and then it went like into, like they were still talking about making it, but then it never. It, let's, let's, I just thought of this. It's okay. probably because of the talks with, with Disney. With Fox? Disney with Fox, yeah, yeah Disney. I imagine the because this is an X Men friend. It would be an X Men friend. No, wait, no, it'd be Avengers. What am I thinking? Yeah, okay, I my bad. For some reason, <laughs> I thought for a second. Wait, it's Fox that would be like, hey, hold, let's hold the horses for a moment. Let's not do another. But you're right, it's Avengers. It'd be Disney. Okay, so yeah, ignore me. <laughs> but I, yeah, but like it just kind of disappeared. I don't know what happened to it, but. We'll get this, and it'll be fun, and, you know, we'll see what happens from there. Is Squirrel Girl a mutant? You know, that's an interesting question, because some canon says yes, some canon says no. Uh, I think the most recent iteration is that she is a mutant. Okay. But there have been... It's one of those things... I've always associated her with mutants and Avengers. Yeah. But I I don't know. I think it was weird. It was one of those things that like the like she wasn't at first and then, you know, now she is. It's it's one. Of, it's it's not quite as complicated as like you can draw a line from Captain America to Wolverine through the same Weapon X program. Right. Which is a weird, you know. When I when I first saw that, I was like, "Wait a minute, hang on, how does this work?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, no, the Weapon Plus program became Weapon X. Oh, it's, it's just crazy, right?" But it's yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, um, I, I think I think the most recent canon is that she is a mutant. Yeah, it makes sense because I mean, it, it would make more sense. Yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. Wait, okay, so the same series... Okay, so Unbeatable's uh, Squirrel Girl also temporarily obtains the set of armor based on pieces of Iron Man's uh, set reshapes to fit her, including her tail. The same series also retcons her status as a mutant, noting that her powers and the res- are, are the result of something relating to her RNA or DNA and that she is medically and legally distinct from being a mutant. So I go, okay. Oh, so geez. that's, so it's that, even, it's even worse. <laughs> well, that's Marvel going, Hey, we're taking her and putting her back as an Avengers so that Fox can't make a movie about her. Exa- yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yeah. No big deal. It's all cool. Oh my God. That's, Oh God. It'll give you a headache. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Oh man, I was hoping to see Tippy Toe or Monkey Joe on on the live action screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but all right, um, we got. Um, why do they even announce this? Why can't they just let this be? Because Downey posted a Downey Instagrammed it. It's his fault. 
I guess, but I, you know, and I guess the 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 company kind of wants you to, yeah, yeah, he'll be in that one. Uh, Iron Man's gonna be in Iron in Avengers Four, so maybe we'll see him walking around. Maybe it'll be his funeral. We it's, don't know. I mean, you know, here's the thing. Nobody's saying that Infinity War is the end of it. Every, you know, like Feige was oh, talking yeah. about Avengers 4 is going to be the finale for yeah, 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 for yeah. this set. So it would make sense for for him to be, for at least some of them, to be there all the way to the end. And who knows, maybe he makes it to 4, but not through 4, you know? Right, like, exactly. 4 is going to be the one where after 4 ends, that's going to be where, like, okay, now it's the, like, permanent with a an asterisk but it's like this is where our universe is going to be moving forward so right. anything that happens the first one i'm going to take with a grain of salt because there's a part two basically yeah all right so sorry uh i ended up spoiling something we're, which we're just we're not going to include that at all but i want everybody <laughs> to know that after adam in particular kind of went on a whole anti-spoiler crusade just dove hard into something that happened not that long ago <laughs> i wasn't thinking my apologies <laughs> thankfully just, this isn't live i'm sorry <laughs> it was fantastic no god if this had been live fuck me yeah but, so anyway oh, man, that, that was funny as hell <laughs> oh my god oh. but yeah so avengers 4 um yeah can't it, wait could be a thing <laughs> it's gonna be a thing um did you see the first look at Jean Grey as Phoenix? I did. It's, you know, Sophie, Sophie Turner's on fire. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, like, okay, cool. It's it's Phoenix. It looks it looks better than it did the last time we had this we had this little go around with the last stand. I'll give it that. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, did you see what they're changing though? What are they changing? Well, you know, the, the Phoenix Force, if you're not familiar with, with uh, uh, X-Men and the Dark Phoenix and all that stuff, it's a force from the universe that comes to Earth and kind of takes her over. Right. Where in this movie, it's it's different. It's something that she's had inside of her this whole time. Well, I So mean, they changed the origins of it. Well, I mean, yes, but no, but maybe. Yeah, I mean, but th that kind of ruins any chance of you know anything any story that involved the phoenix that didn't have to do with gene gray like Dude, the phoenix force and, have, and you're talking about the fox x-men franchise where they've re how many times have they re i know but I, that's a pretty big deal well yeah so is a lot of stuff that they did that they just kind of decided eh fuck yeah, it but, yeah let's take away wolverine's healing ability i'd be like what that's what <laughs> like that's a pretty big thing is that her power comes from inside instead of this cosmic force, which what it is what it is. It's like what they did with Galactus. They made him like a giant. Oh, should I not spoil this for the Fantastic Four? Oh, but you can spoil if you haven't okay. seen Rise of the Silver Surfer by this point. You know what that's I mean? your like, own ass. Completely change what it is. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm fine with it, but it just to me it shows that Fox is afraid. Well, to to, to be like, okay, well that you know I don't I don't get it like. <laughs> I don't think I now see because I didn't read it that way. I don't know. Maybe I need to reread it, but I didn't. It just sounded like it was like, oh, and it awakened this power. Like that's well, that's what it does. It's supposed to awaken a power inside of her. But they, I don't know. When I read the article, it was like the phoenix. They like they specifically were like something they're changing is that the phoenix is something that awakens inside of her and not this phoenix force that that is a that is a galactic thing. Oh, so instead of like, oh, it's this it's this alternate 
being that's inside of her. It's just that, like that awakens she, her abilities. Yes, right. And st- so they've changed that to now. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. Exactly. Oh, that, that that she explodes with this phoenix and she becomes the phoenix and has nothing to do with the. Now I could be wrong. Maybe I maybe the, the writer. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what I was reading, and it just seemed really off. I um, I just no. I don't that I don't like because that smacks of the last stand all over again, kind of. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but you know, I don't know. I, I it's kind of hard to be excited for these X Men movies knowing that Thursday, Disney is going to announce that they own them. Yeah. Um, on the day we have Star Wars premieres, they're they're going to announce that they're buying all that fuck shit. Yeah, because we kind of buried the lead with that one. Yeah, we just <laughs> talked about that earlier, but uh, but here we are. So yeah, D- Disney is going to supposedly it's, announce. The... Yeah, it's one of those things that's like everybody knows, but it's not official. Like, right? It's it's that kind of thing of like you're not supposed to talk about it until we make the formal statement. So of course everybody's been talking about it. Oh yeah, they announced Punisher season two this week. They announced they announced the Jessica Jones season two last week. Like 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 I, they're getting all these announcements out right now while yeah. they can. Uh, the X Men, you know, I I don't know if we'll see an X Men with this cast. You know, it's gonna it's we got a lot to talk about once they kind of break down what's gonna happen. Right. Because um, uh, there's a lot. Oh, there's a and there's there's stuff with the Fantastic Four that I don't understand. Apparently, they own. They oh, they own the license. Fox owns the license, but they don't own the Fantastic Four. Yeah, apparently some German producer does. There's some weird, weird shit with the Fantastic Four. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. I ima- I I have to imagine that Disney ironed all of that out during this process. Disney, di- yeah, I'm sure there's a clause where like Disney just cut him a check. Right, it's, exactly. Because it's Disney. Like you would, right. you know, say they would come to you and say, all right, how much? And, right, exactly. you know, put, you know, give us a number. Come on. The the mouse has really deep pockets. Give us a right. number. Let's go. Right. And so I imagine next week when we talk to you guys, that's going to be the big news. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll have our whole Star Wars episode and, you know, we won't talk any spoilers, of course, during it, unless I slip. <laughs> Again, damn it. No, I promise I won't. But, <laughs> but I imagine the Disney Fox stuff will be major because... I don't know. We, we might get just, hey, this this is happening. Um, we might get, you know, who knows? I think the 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 news that we're probably going to get after the announcement, the, the, the quickest, is the comic side of things. Because that's the side of things that can make changes really fast. Yes. That can announce like, hey, this isn't inked. It's not finalized, you know, because I'm sure they'll have to go through courts and everything else. A year. It'll take about a year. It'll take a year. So I imagine during that process, they, th- that's when the comic book company of it, Marvel, will be like, all right, let's start writing Fantastic Four because there's nothing holding them back anymore. Besides, you know, they, they were doing this specifically to, I guess, kind of spite, you know, uh, Fox yeah. in a way, which sucked. It, that was I hated that. Yeah. But 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 the good news is. They would have no reason to hold back now. This is them. I I, I, am, I imagine in the next month or so will be like, yes, we're bringing the Fantastic Four back. It's going to be a huge event. They'll probably have an actual event around it because it's going to be a big deal. Um, and because I, I imagine they want to bring a lot of a lot of old comic book readers back because it seems like everyone that I talk to about comics, they they're all reading DC now. They don't have a reason to read Marvel. They might read, you know, Thor, but that's about it. Yeah. 
That's and fair. Thor is about to have a big change too. You know, her arc coming up. Oh man, spoilers! But it's the death of Jane Austen. Like that's literally in the title. So something that people have loved for so long, uh, for 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 a few years now. Jason Aaron's done a great job. I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's a big twist. So who knows? Maybe. It's I don't know. But... It's not it's not actually her. It's her from a different universe, probably. Exactly. Like yeah. it, it'll be it'll be that kind of thing. It and this is. is this isn't a spoiler to anyone who's read her comic in the last year and a half because it's all they talk about in it is that she's like this is it like that's I'm done in a, like a, like any moment now. So, um, but yeah. So I, I I'm just I'm waiting for when they announce Avengers four, and that's why the title is a spoiler. Because it's just it's because it's the four. It's gonna it's gonna be it's just that's why. Because I imagine it was supposed to be called Infinity Gauntlet. Because a lot of people actually mention that. Uh, I think uh, what was it? Zoe Saldana was at a, a red carpet for something and talked about you know well they're wrapping up war and, and we're getting ready to start shooting Gauntlet. And you know it kind of went around, but I think and I think you called it with with Phase Four. Yes, and I and, and I and I think that it's going to be it, it and it may it may integrate into the next Avengers film, but I I'm with you. I definitely think that when they when they decide, hey, we're going to talk about Phase Four, and that's it's going to be that logo. It's going to be massive. And see, this is the thing. I know I know most people our age they're into X Men because they're '90s kids. But before that, old school comic heads, the Fantastic Four, the first family, yeah. were the, the the what would you call it the um, the monarch of 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 Marvel basically. They, they were they were kind of the I, I, yeah. It's it's weird because you're talking about a, a whole family. They're kind of right. the they are kind of the the oh man. We we would not have Marvel today if that did not succeed. Right. They were the cornerstone yeah. of Marvel exactly bingo and so you know it was at a time where you didn't have teams like the x-men where everyone had all these crazy powers it was it was these four characters very different but very much still a family and uh at the core of it it was about a family going you know going on adventures and everything else and and disney if anything they can make that work we see with the incredibles um so they can the whole phase four can revolve sort of around the fantastic four in little ways you know what i mean um i i i i I have to imagine for the last year or two when they've been working this deal there have been creative people behind the scenes trying to figure out how can we get the fantastic four in this universe and how can we get spider-man uh, i'm sorry how can we get the x-men in this universe um and the perfect way is that infinity gauntlet you can do anything you can warp reality That's you true. can merge worlds you know they can be from a different world that everything looks the same like theirs but it's not it's different um suddenly this thing warps reality where now you have a population of mutants um that in their reality have always existed it, 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 anything can happen yeah um, literally anything with with the with this gauntlet so um i'm sure they've had people working on this um and yeah, like, you know, just to, just to think about it, in the last in Spider-Man movie, we never found out who bought the tower. We never found out who was buying the Avengers tower. That's you know? true. Why? I imagine they've been working on this for a while. Could you imagine if a Sony Marvel film put in the footwork? No, no or, my God, no. And suddenly, right? oh my God. 
god. Holy yeah. What kind of fucking... Kevin Feige would be a certified absolute goddamn genius. If you tell me that part of the... That, that, that a crucial plot point of, of the, the blockbuster Sony Marvel deal yeah. movie was that that Baxter Building. that they sold Avengers Tower and it was going to be the Baxter Building. You yeah. get, holy shit. Yeah, because if Tony Stark is going to sell a thing like that, it's got to be to something. So, you know, I, I imagine they've had this in the works for a while. Could you um, could you imagine, though, if if in the second Spider-Man movie, you know, he swings by there and you just see a sign going up and it says and, and maybe it doesn't even say Baxter Building because that's just kind of the colloquial name for it. Mm-hmm. But something like as they're finishing remodeling, you see this giant sign out in front of it. Home, uh, uh, coming soon, the oh, yeah. home of the future foundation. Yeah. Yeah, like, absolutely. Just, just could you imagine the fanboyism in those in those theaters? Oh yeah, they remove the A and they put a four there. Like it's it it, it writes itself if you if you think about it. It's like insane. this this whole transition, because um, they specifically leave it out on purpose. I think um, there's no reason not to. Um, yeah, it it, it it's gonna be it, that right. that's oh that's what, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So um, they've been – and obviously they've been paving the way for this for a very long time. To, so I think they left themselves open, the, the possibility of that working out. Because uh, if you think about it, every other phase, they've been at Comic-Con like, here's what we're going to do. Here's what it's called. Here's what it's about. This one they've been very coy about. They're like, yeah, we're going to have Captain you know, um, uh, Captain Marvel and all these other things. But they it wasn't like a big giant announcement with all the – They've been very kind of behind closed doors about it. Yeah, like with Phase Three, they dropped it on the table. Like, here's what we're gonna have. Right. And then right. we got like a surprise announcement or two later. But with Phase Four, what do we know? Guardians Three and Spider Man Two. That's it. They kind of yeah exactly. They but they announced it with a ton of other Disney movies. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, here's all these Disney movies coming out. Instead of like a map of Marvel movies, yeah. it was like here's our map of Disney movies, and it shows all this. So it looked like a full map. But it was like, wait a second, where's all the Marvel films? Because yeah. I don't think they want to spoil if there's not going to be another Thor cap or Iron Man and stuff like that. Um, and so now they have all these properties. We don't need necessarily a, an Iron Man 3, a, a, a Thor, you know, I'm sorry, Iron Man 4, Thor 4, that kind of deal. I think it, to keep them as something very special yeah. to show up in the, in the in Avengers 5 and stuff like that. And who knows, down the road – you know, uh, Chris Hemsworth's like, you know what? I want to do another one. Let him do another one. That kind of deal. Sure. Yeah, because all, all three have been pretty solid. Out of all the three franchises, there's maybe one of the movies in them that's not as good as the others. But, you know, that'd be a really cool thing to own. Put them right back up, you know, next to each other on, on a shelf somewhere, the, those three trilogies. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm excited for the future of all this. Uh-huh. Um, just I, it's why did it have to be Thursday? Why couldn't it have been the day? Damn it! <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, we'll be talking about next week, and uh, hopefully by then we get a little <laughs> bit more. You know, I hope like they do with Star Wars, where they're like, "Oh yeah, here's the deal, and here's what our plans are." But I know it's not going to be like that. They they got to make sure that the ink's dry and that the government says okay and all that. 
but it's going to be interesting seeing what you know what happens to fox yeah i mean there it's it's going to go private and it's going to be you know they i you know they all talk about what's well, going to be the sports and the news okay cuz that's no, I mean, my know, bad i meant like the local channel like the simpsons there well i I'll, I'll tell you I'll, because here's the thing fox as a network will continue to exist we know that under disney no the station here's what's interesting um the actual I'm going, to bring, I'm going to split this up in two ways. I don't know the technical names for it, but this is how I keep them straight in my head. There's Fox Broadcasting to me, which are the actual studios and the affiliates. Okay. These aren't the people that make the stuff. These are the people that broadcast it. That's the way I think of it. Those right. are not included in the deal. What is included in the deal is Fox Studios, the people that actually make the stuff. So we're probably not going to get a lot more live action shows on Fox. What we're going to see on Fox, depending also on whether or not they sell off uh, included, is their 50% share in a company whose name I cannot remember. It's like M. Emisold or something who does a lot of reality programs. They do uh, they do MasterChef. They do, I think, Big Brother. There's a handful um, okay. So the ones on Fox. Exactly. Exactly. So I, whether, you know, even if they sell that off, I think what we're going to see on Fox is, is more, more reality TV and more, uh, like sports and news content. I don't think you're going to see a lot of scripted programs beyond what we know is already renewed. Like the Orville has another season uh, and I'm sure there's there's a couple others that have that have been renewed for at least one more season, plus the staples. Because Disney is not stupid. Disney is not going to alter any deals with The Simpsons or Family Guy or any of that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. They're they're not dumb enough to look at that and go, well, we can just move them to ABC now. No, they're right. they're going to air on Fox. They're going to stay on Fox. I know they have multi year deals, and I don't know when any of them are up. But I think at the end of that, Disney's not going to pluck them off of Fox to put them somewhere else. People, oh, people, no. people, have been tuning in to watch The Simpsons on Fox for thirty years. It's right. it's it's where they are. It would be it would be insanity to change that. So they won't. Um, but but I am I mean I <laughs> now brings another question: Does the Simpsons ride State Universal Studios? I th- I have to imagine that will eventually go. I maybe. Yeah, they'll have to redo it. Just like the, I mean, it was Back to the Future. Yeah, I but mean, now true. it's like a whole section of like Simpsons stuff. Yeah, but I mean, there's you know those theme park deals are weird because you've got yeah. so much stuff at so many different That's companies. True. Um, it's yeah, those are strange. But I you know I don't see a lot changing on Fox in the near future. Right. Here's here's the thing that interests me the most. Marvel is going to be part of this company that owns the studio that makes Gotham. Right, that's going to be crazy. That's I imagine gonna be, that show won't last too long. That's going to be a weird deal because yeah. I know it's 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 you know it's they're they're doing it through their DC partnership and everything that Fox has right now. But like there's that's got to be so weird to say, hey, you know, the the company that was helping distribute your show 
um we just bought them <laughs> yeah i imagine they'll, they'll have to move it to cw or something um i imagine all of this is a part of the of the deal they'll have to kind of nail things like that down it's yeah and i and i'm sure they have like i have yeah. i have no doubt in my mind that they've got all this hammered out who knows but maybe you know i it sucks if to say this but if it does end you know that's going to suck for fans of gotham but maybe that opens it up the possibility of doing a batman show on the cw along with the arrowverse who knows you know yeah boy wouldn't that be something That'd be crazy. Um, I kind of like Gotham, though. That that's the thing. That does kind. That's uh, there's going to be some casualties to this. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, some stuff it, is is just going to go. But I'm, what I'm looking for in all of this. Think about the like Disney's streaming service now is going to be monstrous. Oh, absolutely. The content they're going to have and no place to put it. It's right. going to be huge. I just hope that they continue to put out stuff as if Fox never ended. Fox, you know, yeah, uh, I, 20th I, Century Fox. Because the only thing – what I imagine would suck coming from this is now that they own the studio, they don't put out as much stuff as they were before. And so a lot of franchises fall to the wayside. And I – we're going to see some of them go. Right. I and, know and that. I, I keep telling myself though that like – this was going to happen. They were going to sell it regardless. Hang on. It was. I have a question. And I know this is, I'm sorry to, to jump in like this, but I just had a thought. Who owned, if, if, hang on, go ahead, do your thing. I got to look this up. I'm sorry. No, I, I was, oh, no, I forgot. <laughs> I was going to say that like, um, someone was going to buy the studio. It was going to be Disney or it was going to be someone like Comcast. Right. I'd rather Disney in charge of these franchises than Comcast um, because it was going to be someone big. It couldn't have been someone small. It couldn't have been a startup, you know, a, you know, production company. It was going to either be someone big or someone foreign or something like that. I don't know how I would have felt about that. I like that Disney has it. It would have been interesting if someone like Amazon or Apple got a hold of it because that would be an interesting platform. Um but our choice was this or Comcast. So I think the answer is pretty clear. Yeah. That I would have much rather had Disney have it. So, you know, it, at the end of the day, that's how you have to think of that, about it. Fox was going to sell this. They do not want it anymore. It was going to go away. Yeah. So, you know, you got to – I guess you kind of have to think of it that way because, you know, it, 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 you know like, like, like we talked about, some of these franchises are going to fall to the wayside. We might, you know – I think I think though in their place, and if Disney is smart, they will do this. And I don't presume to to act on something like Disney that often because they have a pretty good track record. There is something that Fox owns the rights to. That if Disney goes through with this buyout and it's included in the package, they could say, "Hey, you know." There was a TV show a while back that just got one season. Ooh, I know what you're talking about. Fox, included in this deal, could be selling Disney the rights to Firefly. Oh, yeah. And I just want everybody to stop and think about that for a second. Yeah. Because that was my immediate thought when you said some of these franchises are going to go. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, like, Fox has done that shit. Remember Fire? Oh, shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're absolutely right. This is they could easily take that franchise and put it on something. I mean, god, they'll have how many platforms they can put it on? I mean, just could you imagine the roar at Comic-Con? Oh yeah. They they mend their fence with Joss. They say, "You know what? Here's our olive branch to you." You know, what we we went through some shit with Age of Ultron. We're sorry. Here. Yeah. Do I this. mean, these Warner Brothers just kind of left him on his ass. Yeah. So, oh my god, you're absolutely right. That and, that would be phenomenal. And, and that would just I mean, imagine him at Comic-Con next year. Maybe it has to be year after. Maybe it has to be 2019. But just if if they're out on stage and Disney's doing a whole thing about stuff they bought from Fox and from one side of the stage, here comes Joss Whedon and from the other side of the stage, here comes Nathan Fillion in outfit, that place would explode. Oh, it'd be crazy. That would that would have you would have to end Comic Con at that point because nothing would ever get a bigger reaction in that place. Oh yeah. And ever. put it on your application. I just I oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah, by the <laughs> way, two thousand and nineteen or twenty we're gonna have a Star Wars show on our app and Firefly. Yeah. Oh and <laughs> hey, did you guys want a second season of Firefly? Right. You, God, it would you would break Comic Con. You would, yeah, absolutely would. you would absolutely break Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I just, I, 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 I. sorry, yeah. I just like I'm no. just I just and, thought about that and it and like I, I'm freaking out. <laughs> and I honestly think Disney would be smart to just kind of rename the the, the company that you know they purchased. Like like what was it 20th century Fox? We said like 21st or 22nd century. Keep it as its own little thing. So when you make a movie and it might be rated R like Deadpool. It doesn't say Disney in the front. It just says the 20th Century Fox. Like yeah. it, that's all they have to do to, to, you know, so they can still keep their, hey, any Disney movies rated PG-13 and under, they would still keep that, you know, just like what they did with Pulp Fiction and everything else. Any company, any like Miramax was underneath them. It, anything like that. That's all they have to do. Um, but yeah. So um, we got some other news. Um, we got our first look at Aquaman in the standalone film. Yeah, I needed a seat after seeing that picture. God damn. Yeah, see, I thought I saw this a few weeks ago, but yeah, it's it's crazy. That guy makes me feel so bad about myself. <laughs> yeah, it's like you look at that and you go, if I went to the gym, I would never look like that. So why bother? Like, never, just... never. To, I could be a professional wrestler and never look like that. No, hell no. <laughs> I'd be too much like Kevin Owens. <laughs> um, uh, Shazam. Um, Jack Dylan Grazer joins the cast as an announced role. Yeah, they just they keep piling them on there. Oh yeah. Um, now I thought he was the kid that's like, isn't he handicapped or something? I don't know. I saw images and it's, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm misremembering it. Um, we got some Creed Two news. Stephen Cappell Jr. to direct. Yeah, I and he's apparently fairly very new, so good for uh-huh. him. Uh, okay. Instead of Stallone, because you know the talk was like, "Hey, you know we're gonna have Stallone," and everybody just kind of went, "Oh, no, please!" Right. Um, <laughs> just you know, but I, you know, I'm good with this. I like the idea of it being somebody new. Oh yeah. Um, Dexter Fletcher. Uh, from Eddie the Eagle is replacing Brian Singer as director of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting choice. 
Yeah. Um, Are You Afraid of the Dark gets a uh, October 11th, 2019 release day. Makes sense. Oh, yeah. And let's jump in to some TV news. Um, Not much this week. We had Sophie Turner said that the final season of Game of Thrones will air in 2019. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. We had been hearing about, you know, it was going to keep filming into next year. And, you know, I mean, we know how much post-production that show needs anyway, let alone now that we've got all the crazy shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, you know, it makes sense. It, 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 I, it stands to reason it'll be 2019. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, uh, we've got Westworld this year, though, don't we, to kind of tide us over, I think? I hope. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, no, I th- yeah, Westworld comes out this year because it was gone 2017. Right, so it'll be 2020. Well, I meant next year. People know what I meant. <laughs> yep, 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 my bad. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so... You know what else I saw? Uh, maybe we should save this for later. But I, uh, I saw the documentary Jim and Andy. Yes, I, I did too. <clears throat> How did? What did you think of it? Man, it was good and weird, but like it all, like it wasn't, it wasn't weird in a sense of oh, I don't know what I watched. You know exactly what you watched, and it was fascinating as hell. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I have. I've always respected Jim Carrey, but I have a lot more respect for him. I don't know why. I left that movie – like, I know the – when you're watching it, like – well, the whole idea behind Jim and Andy, if you don't know, it's it's a documentary on Netflix. And it's basically, uh, like, behind-the-scenes, firsthand footage of them making Man on the Moon. And basically, Jim Carrey, if you don't know, he was Andy throughout the entire process. He was as method as you can get. Yeah. Um, he showed up on set as Andy. He left the set as Andy. He was Andy the whole time. And throughout the production and after it, he was forever changed. Yeah. Um, um, and as you can tell, I know, I know recently he's made the news about him being crazy and stuff like that. Um, uh, you can see a lot of that in there cause it cuts to him talking about, you know, it cuts to, you know, uh, 2017 Jim Carrey talking about the, the, the dur- what happened to him during that film. And basically all of the films that he's done, uh, you know, has shaped who he is today. Yeah. Um, you know, he says he's never taken a role that hasn't, you know, profoundly changed him, um, which is interesting. It is. You know, and he, he talks about the, you know, that the, 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 the the man of a thousand masks and stuff like that. And like at the end of the day, you just keep taking them off and you keep taking them off. And who, who, who is Jim Carrey? Exactly. Um, When, when do you, when do you find the right one or, or has it just been a mask too? And you don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really fascinating and it's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. It's absolutely hysterical. Oh, absolutely. Um, and yeah, no, I mean at the end though, I, I, I felt sad and i i don't know that just i'm not gonna say what happens in the end or what jim carrey says but it definitely got me like i'm not worried for jim carrey but like i i love his honesty i love that he's not afraid to talk about depression and things like that and i see that you know, I, I didn't see it that way no no i saw it more in terms of just relief of like eh, whatever like it's not it, it didn't seem to me like he was in trouble. It seemed to me that he was just like, oh, you know, when whatever well, happens, it happens. You right. It, it was the no ambition. 
that that's what threw because it seems like he's had ambition his whole life like that's, yeah, him that's him true. him him living you know in his car and him you know struggling to help his father with bills and everything else and he made it as he became the biggest actor on the planet and he talks about how he lives in the country of ambition and he has none of it yeah and and so that was a little sad to me um but you're absolutely right it is him saying like i am free i'm as free as i've ever been you know kind of kind of deal yeah um and you know i know a lot of people are gonna knock him and stuff for that but i love his honesty yeah Uh, he's it's not and here's the thing it doesn't feel like an act because it's not just because it's not outrageous it's not a character it's somebody and he's not trying to peddle anything this isn't like a, a, you know, some kind of, you know, some of the religious fraud people who take it way too far. And they're like, you know, and you will achieve this if only, you know, for these low monthly payments or whatever crap. Right. Like it's it's not it, it's not that in any way. It's just he's got to this point where, you know, hey, I, I'm just, you know, whatever. Yeah. He but said he went and stood out in front of a restaurant one time. Yeah, <laughs> just stand there, and like he he knew that we're paparazzi and stuff around. But and when they asked him what he was doing, he's like, nothing, nothing. I'm just and hanging it, out. Yeah, it, that's what was that's what was so great because he was just yeah. like, nothing. Yeah. and that had to throw him because that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, and it and it wasn't really, it it was kind of to prove a point, mm-hmm. but also at the same time not really. Yeah, I and think he just wanted to like just be normal for a moment like just go and stand like have you ever yeah you you ever go grocery shopping or go do something and you have a thought and you just kind of stand there or you think about something like anyone else has the ability to do that but when you're a celebrity it's like that's taken away and that's what i got of it like you just kind of wanted to do it just just to do it um little things like that it's very interesting go watch the documentary it makes me want to go see man on the moon now oh it's oh you haven't seen it I haven't seen it in years. I've seen parts of it. Yeah. Oh, you gotta watch. It's okay. You gotta watch. Or at it. least I'm remembering parts of it because it's been it's been so long. Yeah. And it's not a movie that I watched like for over and over again, like Dumb and Dumber or something. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I think I've seen it once, and yeah. you know, I, I also wasn't the right age for it. I don't think so. That's, yeah. You'll definitely go back and watch it now because I watched it what a couple weeks ago when this when this came out. I went back and rewatched it before I saw. I saw it's the on documentary. Netflix. I, it's not on Netflix. How ironic! <laughs> I know, right? A little bit. At least I don't think. Now I didn't look, but I, I don't. I don't think it is. But um, but yeah, I watched it before I watched this, and I realize now, like, oh my god, Andy Kaufman was the original troll. Oh yeah. But he did it the right way. Oh, it makes sense it's, why he was a wrestler. Like, yeah, just, it's it is. Like, That's it. it the it greatest heel. Yeah, it makes total sense because the whole thing about that is that you buy into the bit completely. Oh, yeah. And that's what you, you know, and he, oh, so of course it fit. You hiss and moan at me again. Yeah, he was yeah. just perfect. Um, yeah, but yeah, go back go back <laughs> and watch it. It's, seeing it's Jerry so Lawler in the documentary, like how Jim Carrey, like, pissed him off, and he's like, Jerry Lawler's like, Jim doesn't get it. Behind the scenes, <laughs> me and Andy were pretty cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he doesn't understand that in real life, we had conversations and we talked and whatever, but like, yeah, it just, it was funny to see Jim Carrey just like, how far do I take this? Yeah. There, there yeah. was, and there was always kind of that struggle with that. And yeah. my, my favorite bit from that was, was when they did, when they did something 
exactly like what Andy would have done, which was when, when, uh, when Hoff invited them to the Playboy Mansion for the party. Oh yeah. And so they were like, yeah, but you don't get it. Like you don't, you know, we're not, you know, invited Jim Carrey. They were like, but you don't get it. You don't get. Jim isn't here, but Andy is here. They're like, fine, you, you fine then. You know, send Andy. And so they didn't send Andy. They sent Tony Clifton. Right. But they didn't send Jim as Andy as Tony Clifton. They sent, uh, they sent Bob Zamuda, who they would do on occasion, and have him be Tony Clifton just so Andy could show up, because promoters were thinking, oh, if we book Tony Clifton, then you know, like we know it's Andy Kaufman. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right. So we're paying less because we're getting Tony Clifton, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, not Andy Kaufman. So Zamuda would show up as Tony Clifton, and then and they wouldn't know until Kaufman showed up. Right. So when, you know, when Zamuda as Clifton shows up to the, the Playboy Mansion, and then Jim Carrey shows up. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, wait, uh, no, I... <laughs> I haven't been here at all. Oh god! They, they, the the security just goes nuts. Yeah, they're like the what the fuck. My favorite was the scene where they were in the trailer and he plays all the loud music obnoxiously, <laughs> and the guy playing Tony's dad is like playing uh, Jim Carrey's dad or Andy's dad is just yelling at him and berating him. And it's like, you are going to get like, there is going to be lawsuits and everything else. And he's yelling at him. And then he walks away and the lady doing his makeup and hair breaks down. And she's like, that reminded me of my father. Yeah. Like that was, it's a hell of a thing. And, yeah. And, was... and, and the people who really knew Andy in real life, like his daughter, his, his father, his, all these other people that were his ex-wife or whatever. And they talked to Jim, but of course Jim is being Andy. Yeah. Like that really, that that really, I I never thought of it like that. And like, well, Jim Carrey just explains, like, yeah, just for an hour, I sat with his daughter, and you know, I, I, you know, she told me how much she loved her father, and I told her how much you know he loved her as Andy. Like that is, yeah, and that is therapy on another level, right? And they, but that was the thing. Like they all understood, right? You know, they knew they weren't. You know, they were, but they weren't talking to Andy. Exactly. Like, they had that in their head. They understood it. Right. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was that's therapeutic. Yeah. God, that must have just been so bizarre. But Oh, yeah. Just yeah. to say it out loud and for someone to hear it, someone that's, you know, for every sense of the word is looking and feeling like him. So that, yeah. oh, that's crazy. Um, yeah. It's an interesting film. Go watch the documentary. It's, it is phenomenal. It's, it's, it's magnificent. Yeah. I loved it. I, I want Jim Carrey it. to get more work. Like even if it's just serious <laughs> roles, I don't care if it's, it doesn't have to be comedies or anything like that. Um, I don't know if he's retired or not. I don't, I don't know. I, I think, uh, I, I don't think he knows either. Really? <laughs> No, yeah, that's true. It's very true. I don't think he does well, at all. Jim, what are you doing? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, and that's crazy to oh, think about, so man. Bizarre. Oh yeah. But hey, you know what? More power to him. Have even... you seen the doc the other documentary he did? It's kind of short. It's called I Needed Color. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Definitely check it out. It's on YouTube, I believe, and it's okay. about what he does now. He literally paints all day, every day. You can buy his artwork for a lot of money. Well, sure. Uh, I imagine. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm just saying I imagine. I think they go to auctions and stuff like that. But um, he has been doing art for years now. And 
uh, it's it's helped him with the depression and everything like that. So, yeah. Um, but oh man, yeah. So anyway, um, where were we? Sorry, um, to be too yeah, much. Right, kind of. Uh, the video game awards. Yeah. Before so, before we do the game awards, I want to say one thing about the Golden Globes. Yeah. Uh, fuck them for not nominating Wonder Woman for anything. Right. Patty Jenkins didn't get nominated. Gal Gadot didn't get nominated. There there were no female directors nominated and that's just i mean that's just i don't know what the hell they were thinking but the awards this year are are you know here's a shock the the an award ceremony for didn't nominate some people who should have been nominated but this this is on a whole nother level of like really you couldn't you couldn't pick one really like we have we have no female directors nominated we lost you know we missed a lot of of nominations for for acting that there should have been like this was i don't know man this was some some nonsense yeah did it like logan was overlooked well you know eh. i love logan i thought it was great i did too and i thought it was fantastic but i'm okay like that's that's just systematic of like if they you know they nominated one superhero movie one time and that was that (laughs) scared the shit out of them enough when it was like you know well the you know we can't ignore the dark knight because it you know made everything and you know everything that happened with heath ledger so they you know they nominated it but like uh or they it's no, a shame it, though because i mean Lo- i don't know yeah. i just like wonder woman i thought logan was great um yeah but i they won't i don't know man we'll see what happens with the oscars but like they they just refuse to take superhero movies seriously yeah, yeah. even when they're damn good and i just, right I don't know. I don't like, you know, I don't mind the idea of like, hey, some independent films are really freaking good because they are. But we have to, you know, ever since Crash won during that abomination of an award ceremony, because just fuck that movie. I just it's been like all independence all the time. And no, you know, we don't get Lord of the Rings nominated for anything anymore you know exactly it's a shame like there's no the only thing that these movies get nominated for is effects and it's always shit like transformers gets right. nominated just you know they're afraid of those genre films i mean it, it's yeah i mean and it, this isn't a spoiler or anything one of the, the one of the things that i saw and it's from jeremy johns i don't know if you know him, the guy on youtube does a lot of uh, reviews and stuff like that yeah he, i trust him for not spoiling anything i didn't watch his review or anything like that but he was just like you know, this is the kind of like the dark night of the series. Like this to be taken seriously, if that makes sense. Fair enough. Yeah, that makes. I, uh, I can understand that because Empire right. was the same way, kind of. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so like, I, yeah, I'm sense. excited for it. It's got like a 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. Like that's how good it came across to a lot of people. So yeah. You know, and I, I don't think Star Wars will ever c- come close to getting uh, those kind of awards, and except for. Like you said, graphics and stuff like that. Yeah, they'll um, you know ed- editing and sound effects yeah. and design and right. visual effects, but never you're never gonna see a a director for a you for a long time, for the future. I don't think you're gonna see a director no. for a big summer blockbuster get nominated. I right. and it and it's and it's annoying as shit because Patty Jenkins should absolutely be nominated. Full right. stop. Did but, um did uh no I completely agree, uh did James Franco get nominated? 
Uh, he may have. I actually have the list here in front of me, and I'm just going to look, because I know the Disaster Artist was nominated. Oh, uh, was? Okay. Best Actor Motion Picture Drama. No, Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that be nuts? Best Actor the Motion Picture artist... Comedy Musical. James Franco, the Disaster Artist. Wouldn't that be crazy? If a, a, someone got a, 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 gloating, a Golden Globe about a film about another film that was considered one of the worst films in history. I there's that's just yeah so meta, and it's, we can't get Patty Jenkins nominated for best director. Exactly. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> right. Like here's here's James Franco acting, you know, portraying one of the weirdest people to have ever been involved in Hollywood in some time, uh, and doing a great job. Don't get me wrong, but you know, but we can't get Patty Jenkins nominated for directing Wonder Woman. Like seriously, that's yeah. just garbage. Um, oh Because yeah. I know he's, he didn't direct that, did he? No, I don't think so. I was gonna say, because uh, that would just suck. <laughs> no, I think. Um, but yeah, I yeah. think. Uh, what's his face wrote it though? Um, what's that's that narrows it down. Seth Seth Rogen didn't he write it? Did he write it? I wouldn't uh, be surprised if he had a hand in it for sure, but. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can look it up here. <laughs> Disaster artist. Let's see here. Um, no, he didn't. Um, no, who did? Scott Scott Nestor. I can't pronounce that. And Michael Weber. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. I guess I just assumed uh, <laughs> he wrote it because he's always tied in with this project. Right. Yeah. If he's same to, yeah. Right. Same writer for 500 Days of Summer, The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah, he wrote all those, and then he wrote this, which was. I don't know. In a way, it's not all that different, and in a way, it's really different. I don't. I don't know. I just. I love the Fault in Our Stars. That's one of my favorites. I really like that movie. Okay. Have you seen it? I yeah. It to me was just like, hey, you know, this was a walk to remember, but for the next generation. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked it. I don't know. Yeah. It caught me by surprise. I didn't think I was gonna like it. Yeah. I was kind of forced into it. She's like, we're gonna put this on. I was like, what's it about? And I was like, that sounds really sad. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, well, get ready to cry. So <laughs> put it on. I did not, I was like, I want to watch anything else right now. And I, by the end of it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, <laughs> that I, was good. Yeah. And, of course, those are two gigantic actors right now. So Yeah, no question. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, so, I don't know. I'm going to go see Disaster Artist. I'm going to – I'm seeing Star Wars between now and Wednesday. It's either Disaster Artist or Coco. I have movie pass. I can go tonight if I want to do. I don't know what I'm thinking. Ugh, I got work. That's the problem. That's uh, yeah. We didn't have jobs. Yeah, right? No kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> So, anyway, the Video Game Awards. Yeah. Uh, big Fuck winner. Oscars. <laughs> Look, I'm going to buy – what game was he there for? Uh, the guy who did Brothers, um, yeah. I think it it was for A Way Out. That's right. I want that game now, just because of him. Oh yeah. I love and I love how he and I and and this may be a weird statement. I love the the way he stood by EA. Mm-hmm. I don't love that he stood by EA because I don't think he's right. But I love the conviction and I love the way he oh, did yeah. it. it. Was like you know what? Sometimes developers and pu- sometimes publishers fuck up, but you they know you know what? Just fuck it. They treat me good. That's it. There you go. And that's and that's honest. I'll take that. I will take oh, yeah. somebody who's not going to try to kiss ass and then turn around and say, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's he's going to say, look, I've had a great time. I can't, you know, look, they did a thing and it sucks. But, you know, hey, they did good to me. Um, 
we get to the we're, we're coming to the point here in a minute no we've 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 got to go let's play the trailer <laughs> oh yeah it was super awkward super it was but it was but, but i loved him so much I really but i do did. love him yeah yeah no i no i i hope that i hope someone sits down with him and like gets a interview where he can just gush about it like the way he did yeah um and i'm sure they will i'm sure ign and everyone's all over him now but uh, hearing like jeff gersman from giant bomb they're like yeah no we've met that guy he is exactly like that in real life um and he loves him for that you know um i saw an interview um i read an interview where he's like oh no i wouldn't change a thing i would have said everything i said up there uh he's like i was caught up in the moment and that's who i am and you know uh his idea was that like uh him saying fuck the oscars is like he's like this is a serious art and we need to stop trying to um try to be so much like the oscars because we're afraid it's not right you know? exactly um yeah and so uh you know he's just, apparently that's just who he is how outrageous he was when he was saying all that stuff like fuck the oscars and he has no filter um so yeah no i completely agree and brothers a tale of two sons is a fantastic game if you've never played it it was a ps plus game one year yeah uh, one of these months um so i hope you got it um it's heartbreaking. It's it's a good, it's a really good game. It's Total Biscuit's favorite game of all time. Wow. He has okay. it marked. Interesting. Yeah, that's how much he loves it. And this game is interesting too. Apparently, if you buy it, uh, you only have to buy one copy, and you can play with your friend um, online uh, the game. So they play the other person, you play one person. You only have to own one copy. Awesome. You know, we should we should Twitch that. We should stream yeah. that. Should absolutely do that. do that. I'd be down for that. Yeah, we'll do that. You yeah. know, we'll we'll work on Kazette and I'm rolling around some other ideas in my head because we should Mm -hmm. you know there's more stuff we need to do but that was what got that ball rolling in my head was like you know that would be really fun to that'd be fun to do on twitch that'd be kind of awesome oh yeah absolutely yeah man um but yeah so i mean so that was really cool It it, it was it was an awesome moment i think um oh man i gotta i gotta i gotta look it up but uh record numbers watched it um, Jeff Keeley, I don't know if you can pull up his Twitter or anything right now, um, but he tweeted out um, like how much, uh, how many people watched it, and it was like over 11 million or I don't know some crazy number. I probably have it all off, but uh, yeah. So you know, the more people watch it, the better. Um, I hope it stays kind of on the internet and doesn't go back to Spike TV or anything like that. Yeah, and, uh, 11.5 million live streams. Which is crazy. That's insane. It's three times what it was last year. Jeez. God yeah, absolutely. Um, Dr. Disrespect, who's basically a professional wrestler that streams, <laughs> one, I fucking love him. Have I talked about him before? I'm pretty sure I have. Uh, I, I think for like the last month now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It hit me this week, and I made a post about it. He's basically Ric Flair of, of streaming. Because he's the two-time, he's the he's he's on top of the mountain, but he's only halfway up. Like all of his shit is wrestling phrases. Yeah. He literally puts a promo on when he gets when he starts streaming. He cuts a promo anytime he kills somebody. He cuts a promo. Uh, <laughs> he gets someone in his team that's just talking shit. He will go at them hard. He'll bust into Mandarin. He's just, and it's it's it it just hit me it, when I was thinking about. It, I was like, oh my god, that's all he did. All he did was took streaming and he goes, hey, I'll make a character, a wrestling character from the 80s, and it will be entertaining as hell. And that's exactly what he's done. There you go. And he's taken over the world. He won like – he won 
that award. He won streamer of the year for Twitch and like all this other stuff. So like, good for him. He's he's crazy awesome. Um, but yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, what was shown there? I know uh, they, they had the Death Stranding. Yeah, right? that was the big thing. Yeah. What do you think of that? I sure. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm uh, okay. Like I. It's just like more and more kind of different weirdness every time i mean like it's interesting but now i'm kind of at the point where i'm just like all right i i kind of just won't play the game now if you ever want to know what acid is yeah <laughs> watch that video yeah <laughs> it is straight up an acid trip um the oh my god it was it was amazing like i, I love i don't even i don't I want this game to ever come out i want every year him to release a new trailer yeah and, and never a game because <laughs> I just want more weird. <laughs> uh, I just want the studio to release trailers every year. Yeah. Probably can't make money doing that. <laughs> no, no, it's it's probably going to be a, a really bad business model. But so. I, I love it, though. I, I Wouldn't that be the biggest troll if they're like, no, there's no game. There's just a movie. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Because, yeah, what's the game going to be? It's so interesting. It's, it's hard uh, to tell. I think I saw something with Kojima where he explained uh, some of the lore and gameplay. Yeah. I think there was an article about that. But, uh, like your health is the baby in the jar or like oh i just don't understand yeah. you know obviously i guess that's why he's alive he's got the baby inside of him i just i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know what i saw i just <laughs> doesn't make any sense that it blew my mind more than mario being a frog um and thinking about that and how <laughs> is the frog still alive is mario the frog uh... what happened to the frog's soul <laughs> What is Mario? <laughs> uh, it just you don't don't think about it too hard. Oh uh, uh, hi Mario. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Where, um, where is the frog soul? I think we found our episode title this week. Yeah. Where is the frog soul? Yeah. Where'd it go? Um Okay, alright. I got a list here of what they saw. Uh we saw a trailer for a World War Z game. It looks stupid. Yeah. Um we saw a trailer for Vacation Simulator. Mm-hmm. We saw a brief teaser from from software. Mm-hmm. We saw uh, in the uh, what was it uh, in the Valley of the Gods? Yes, from the guys who created Firewatch. Looks cool. Um, mm-hmm. uh, where's the rest of uh, Soul Calibur Six? That was the other thing. Well, it looked like a remake of the first one. Kind of, yeah. And I'm you know I'm all right with that. Where they're like, look, this is our announcement trailer. And it's yeah, no. these two characters that you I'm know. Totally cool with that. Done with that. Um, we saw, you know, they're porting Bayonetta. Bayonetta one and two, and then we saw. Oh, by the way, Bayonetta three. Yeah, and when is Bayonetta coming? One and two coming to the Switch? February February sixteenth. Perfect. Uh, yeah, just after Valentine's Day. Awesome. Um, yeah, we saw the Death Stranding stuff, um, Witchfire, which looks kind of neat because mm-hmm. it's from the Bulletstorm crew. Oh yeah. Um, we talked about a way out. Uh, we saw the uh, desert map for PUBG. Oh my god, that map is so much fun! Holy shit! And uh, it's so cool to explore. It. Sorry. Yeah. No, and like I think that was it. Um, um, one thing that I thought was super fucking cool was when they brought Carol Shaw out. Um, that was the, awesome. 
Yeah, the video game designer um, who did River Raid, which is in the new Call of Duty game, which blew my mind. Yeah. Um, um, you know, but obviously the uh, old school Atari game, she she made a few of them. Uh, and River Rain was probably her best known game, um, which was fucking awesome. And it, it was a little it was before our time, obviously, but it was big enough where I recognized that when I saw that. Yeah, um, for sure. And it was just so cool because it was at a time where you just did not think of women in that field. And obviously they were. Yeah, unfortunately, um, we still don't think of women in that field. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. I, I thought that was super important. And honestly, next year, my hope is that we get more moments like that. I would rather see two or three hours, three or however, however it's really long, actually, like three, three or four hours, three hours yeah. of them honoring people in the industry more so i know they have to do the trailers i know they got to do the yeah. doritos and the you know the, <laughs> the, the 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 go on ebay and whatever um i get that but i thought it was weird that they were like oh and the this year's rpg goes to persona and then it just like moves on yeah with some of them I wish they would take a, a step back. It doesn't have to be like the Oscars, but pay more respect to people in the industry like they did with that. Those cool little moments, I'll watch hours of that. Yeah, no, you know? no question for sure. Yeah, um, um, I did love, I did love that uh, Melina Jurgens won best performance. That uh, was that yeah. was such an awesome moment, and seeing her getting up, oh, yeah. get up there, and just kind of go, "I'm not an actor." Like they were like, right. "Hey, can you can you read this?" And so I did, and and now here i am like it was right. that was just such an awesome moment like oh, really that was. stuff was so cool oh yeah that that stuff is my favorite because those people are just so thrilled to be there and and to be a you know just honored for stuff like that like remember when greg miller won boogie and all that like yeah oh my god they still talk about that to this day so it's 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 so cool i i want more mo more real moments like that i think would be uh, better for the show than, you know, read a game and then move on to the next one. Like, no, 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 just, that's fine. Just show me more moments of, of you honoring these people in the industry. Yeah. Um, the Zelda stuff was cool too. You know, all the music stuff was great, I thought. Um, but anyway, uh, let's move on because uh, we're kind of running out of time, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, Street Fighter uh, announced the 30th anniversary collection. So, Fuck me um, for buying Street Fighter 2. Uh -huh, see, you should have waited. Always wait. Always wait because there'll be another one come uh, along next year. I'm still going to buy this another one. But it includes, this other one. I love that it includes the original Street Fighter, which like almost nobody's ever actually played. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's uh, to run them down. It's Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2 Online Play Enabled, Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, Street Fighter 2 The New Challengers, uh, Street Fighter 2 Turbo online play enabled street fighter alpha street fighter alpha 2 street fighter alpha 3 online play enabled street fighter 3 street fighter 3 second impact and street fighter 3 third strike online play enabled yeah <laughs> um so yeah no i'm still gonna buy it and this is what that's the only thing i feel burned about the switch but i have to give them the benefit of the doubt they gave me a year's worth of fantastic games so Whatever. I've been burned by Sony before with some stupid shit, too. So um, it, I knew going in buying a standalone Street Fighter 2 game for as much money as I spent on it was a stupid idea. But, man, it, I've got hours in it already. So I, I've gotten my worth. I'll get this collection because I fucking love it. Um, <laughs> and the system's great for a fighter. Like, the controls are really good. So. Yeah. yeah, I'll bet, actually. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's you know I, I can't wait to jump into that one. I hope I hope Warner Brothers is paying attention because I love Mortal Kombat one, two, and three on the system. Right. Um. Um. Yeah. Let's okay. So let's jump into some more uh, Warner Brother news. Spe- yeah. Speaking of Warner Brothers, real quick. Yeah. They're the executives looked at DC after Justice League and said y'all fucked up. Basically. Yep. Uh. So they're and and it's weird. It sounds like a demotion what they're doing to John Berg instead of having him like co-run the film division. He's just going to be a production partner. But apparently that was what he wanted to begin with. Yeah. And and they were like, no, you're going to be in charge of shit. And he was like, I don't. OK, but like, I don't want that. <laughs> um, John's is going to be more advisory instead of hands on. Yeah, they, they wanted him to be their Kevin Feige. And it just didn't happen. Yeah, I think. I think it's a shame. I mean, uh, especially with Jeff Johns, like, oh my God, he's so good in the comics. But that's the thing, like, like Kevin Feige is producing the Marvel films, and really, that's it. Jeff Johns has so much on his plate. That's true. Like, it's it's it was not really fair. Like, none of this was organized right to begin with. It really yeah, wasn't. That's true. Um, Tony Emmerich, who's the uh, president of the Warner Brothers Picture Group has even been talking about, you know, just bringing DC films in-house and and just mm-hmm. screwing up the structure completely. That's how yeah. that's how pissed off they are. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you uh, Justice League comes out gets 98 million and then you see that Avengers trailer. If I worked for Warner Brothers, I would just throw my papers in the air. Yeah, I would have too. Like what how do you fucking compete? Yeah. Because that's 10 years in the making. Yeah. You These just, are household names now. These kids that are t- ten years old now have always known Tony Stark. How many people? How many people back when this first started went Iron Man? They oh, went including with, me. Yeah, <laughs> like they went with Iron. Like I get it, he was an Avenger, but like Iron Man. It's the same way people said Ant Man. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like it had yeah. that same mentality where, where as a comic book fan, uh, you know more so than a lot of other people when we when that came out i was like oh iron man uh that's such a b-list character it's not as exciting as batman or superman or something uh and then i heard on the radio iron man was extremely good i was like oh okay went and saw it and i was like whoa they're on to something and especially at the end when you see the avengers initiative and you're like oh shit here we go well because that was just a joke Right, like, right, right. That wasn't originally the plan, but you know, when yeah. you make the biggest independent film ever made, then you know you do what you yeah. can do. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. Um, oh yeah. This was bizarre, and I know we're I know we're like over time, but I have to talk about this. Cineworld, which is a European, is is the second largest chain in Europe, if I remember my stats right. Bought fucking Regal. For $3.6 billion. That's crazy. This is nuts because this is backwards. Like, Regal should have bought them for, like, a third as much money. Maybe. But instead it went the other way. And it's and it's going to make them... It's now suddenly going to make them the second largest chain in the world. It's, are, it's, are there any American no, companies AM, anymore? No, AMC is owned by the... Uh, was it Dalai something right. group in China. Now Regal's going to be owned by uh, by a European company. I don't like that. I, You know, hey, that's business. <laughs> no, I know that's business, but I hope it doesn't get into like a weird censorship type deal. I don't think, no, I don't think so. 
I don't think it would either, but I don't know. I feel, you know, like I like buying American. You know, I like keeping jobs here, but that's, I I think that kind of sucks. I don't think this is going to change anything like that, really, because that kind of stuff is going to come down to studios. Like that's where, that's where that gets weird. Because you notice how movies don't seem to have Chinese villains anymore? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, I mean, and I, yeah, that's why you get special scenes shot specifically f- to be shown in China right. nowadays and stuff like that. And No, I agree. Yeah, I mean, what, the, the closest one was a joke, and it was the Mandarin, right? Yeah, but I mean, that was... Uh, I, yeah, I wondered it had nothing about to do... Like, they completely changed how that, how that was. Right. And there was the idea... There was the double backlash behind... Tilda Swinton being the old, the ancient one, you know, because right. they were like, oh, well, you know, why did they have to make, why did this character have to be white? And they went, well, because the original character was an old Tibetan monk. Now, right. if we put the stereotype aside for a minute, who is not going to be happy about a Tibetan character being pivotal to a hero's journey? Right. China so right oh yeah you're right so that had to be changed for a couple different reasons yeah yeah i don't know and it sucks but that's that's the world now right and i say this owning a playstation and not an xbox so i understand the irony there (laughs) yeah but i don't know i I don't know i want an american company to do good it sucks that there's none you know yeah But Uh, what can you do? That's that's the way uh, cookie crumbles, I guess. Well, and I mean, these businesses have to keep integrating because, you know, I mean, look, you know, Netflix, Hulu, whatever platform Disney's going to have. People just don't, you know, there is an impact on ticket sales overall. You know, Star Wars is going to do massive numbers because it's Star Wars. But on the whole, it's it's sliding. So they got to do something. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so um, so yeah, that's that's the uh, business end of the news this week. Yes. Um, and then uh, you know we we still have another you know we have another week we have more people involved in sexual harassment scandals. No um, We've got Mario Batali is stepping away from his whole you know his giant business and all his restaurants and everything because uh, there have been accusations from four women surfacing. Um, that have kind of been detailing behavior for I think it said the past like couple decades now. So you know, yeah, that's just wrong. And in in some giant news, there was a loss. There there are a couple people who have been suspended by the NFL Network because of an actual lawsuit that's being filed by a former employee. Oh, uh, Jamie Cantor is is suing the network um i think based on i think the lawsuit is for uh wrongful termination and in it is Mm. is kind of claiming i was fired because i didn't you know because i was like hey these guys are doing this thing and then i got fired um i i think i didn't read the actual lawsuit i may not have all the details right but the people named included marshall falk ike taylor and heath evans who are the ones that were suspended uh, they also, she also named, uh, Eric Weinberger, who's an executive there, uh, and a couple people who I don't think are at the network anymore. Cause Donovan McNabb is with ESPN now and Warren Sapp has had a, another scandal already not that long ago. So he's, he's out of it, but just, 
you know, we, you know, this we're going to keep doing this every week because there's going to be more of them. There always yeah. are. Well, and, at least uh, Roy Moore lost. Yeah, hella fucking, hella, yeah. goddamn, Leah. Just, you know, I just, uh, I'm just, I'm so, and here's the thing, I'm tired of just talking about it. I can't imagine what it must be like to have to live through this. Oh, yeah. And but I, it's, you know, this sparked something. I mean, I think that's why it's, they got the time person of the year, right? Yes, the, the, yeah. uh, the silence breakers. Right. They called it. It's massive. Yeah, it's, it's, it is shaking industries to the core um removing people of immersed power because yeah. of it and, um, and, as, and it needs to happen yeah. it, it does it absolutely does it it absolutely all needs to happen these people need to be they need you know it needs to be known that these people are doing these things and yeah. and the and the the necessary actions have to be taken you know mm-hmm. this this just is <sighs> I'm just I'm just tired of our generation is going to have to come along and clean up all of the previous generation's messes. It's oh, yeah. just aggravating as shit. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, this is not a new problem. They didn't invent sexual harassment or systemic racism or sexism in in every industry, but I think now we're finally getting to the point where we're starting hopefully to get rid of some of that shit. Right. Um but yeah um and you didn't see coco this week bummer i really wanted to talk about it oh we will we will i know we're gonna be talking about star wars uh this weekend or sometime soon uh but we'll talk about coco i need to go see it it's just they took the uh they took the short away so it's just the movie now i saw that i saw that theaters were like all right we're gonna take that away well it was disney they're saying it was a it was a limited time thing only anyway i'm Ah. not i'm not exactly sure i believe that that's cool. That's good for me. Yeah. Uh, sucks for the kids that wanted to see that. They'll get to watch it on ABC where it airs as a holiday special like it was originally intended to. Because Did it's... you know? Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Did you know there's a Michael Jackson special? Do we talk about this? No, my God, there is. There's a Michael Jackson Halloween special that aired on Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, sure, there was. Cause that, yeah, okay. Uh, um, let me see if I can look it up real fast. Okay, um, yeah, because of course it would air on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah all right yeah it is um (laughs) michael jackson's halloween special is called what's that well well hey there you go now how long ago was this like an annual thing and i just didn't know about it it's an animated movie it stars like lucy lou and a bunch of other people jim parsons alan cumming um and it is a uh cgi movie about uh, it's called michael jackson's halloween so is that i uh I don't, I don't know if I really want, you know, because you think of Halloween, you think of kids in costumes, and you mix that with Michael Jackson, then I don't really know if I want that image in my head. Well, he was, yeah, right, exactly. He was, well, I was watching, and I couldn't, you know, it was one of those things where it's it's Thanksgiving, we're at a family member's house, all the, everyone's talking and doing everything else. Um, uh, I think we, we haven't ate, we didn't eat anything yet. Uh, one TV had football on, so people were watching football. The other TV where the kids were at, which I was hanging out with, you know, cause I don't get to see my niece and nephew that often had this movie on. And I thought, Oh, it's an animated Halloween movie. How weird that it's on on Thanksgiving on CBS or something like that. Yeah. And then I see Michael Jackson and I'm like, <laughs> is this like, they're just trying to like, it's not really Michael Jackson, but 
it's like you know you, you know like they had to get close to his mic and then he starts dancing and singing and it's michael jackson and thriller and i'm like holy shit he's got like a halloween special and my brother of course is like you never heard of this like like how dumb are you adam and i'm like i don't have kids i don't know these things <laughs> You know, I did. He goes, yeah, this is the special. They play it all the time. I'm like, what? I, I had never even heard of it. When did they make that originally? Uh, it premiered October 27, 2017, I guess, which is really, my brother made it seem like it was forever. It was a, yeah, because I was going to say, I was like, this sounds like a thing that, did they, what the hell? Did they make this, they, bef- did they make it before he died? They made it after he died. They made it after. Well, then what the hell? I don't know. God <laughs> I, don't, damn. I don't know. Oh, boy. He's a zombie in the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, he'd be a zombie in real life, too. Right, right. Oh, they have his nose and ever. Just, it's all Which down. one? The zombie one. <laughs> no, I think he's human at some point. I don't know. It's It was an animated thing that I I was just blown away by, but I was also trying to uh, help my niece beat um, uh, Hello Kitty something or another. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. so that'll be fun. But I know this week's going to be busy. I got a lot of stuff I still need to do, but I will go see Coco. I will go see Star Wars. Um, Those are the two movies that I want to see. And if I somehow get enough time, I will see The Disaster Artist because that's going to be neat. Yeah, that's – I'm going to have to wait till it's out till it's out on digital to see it because I'm not – I'm sorry. I can't drive to the other side of Charlotte just to go see it. I can't do it. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. But we'll be back next week, and I will have a pop filter promises. Uh, that I, I know I promised <laughs> last time, but I will get it. Um, sorry about the audio. Make sure you go to our Facebook, We Geek Podcast, our Twitter, at We Geek Podcast, We Geek Podcast at gmail.com, um, at the Logan Witt, at Adam Estep for Twitter as well. Make sure you give us a review on iTunes. That really helps. And um, we will see you next week, Captain. Captain. Captain.